0: 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and
1: Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday. It is February 27. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. Court documents show that the women who are now charged with five counts of murder told investigators the entire family was contemplating and talking about suicide before all of this happened. They were going through something religiously, and they decided to drag the kids into it, said Destiny Harris, a half-sister of the victims. It's totally unbelievable uh, and not understandable, said uh, Latasha Harris, Destiny's mother. Inside an apartment on West Bridge Street, Marsville police discovered the bodies of nine-year-old twins Imani and Erica, as well as their mom, 42-year-old Jamila Campbell. They also found 13-year-old Damon Decree and his sister, 25-year-old Naira Smith, dead. They are all all children of 45-year-old Shana Decree, who was charged with murdering all five of them, including the sister and the nieces. 19-year-old Dominique Decree is also charged in killing her family members. Now, Damon Decree Sr., who is in North Carolina, is the ex-husband and father of the accused. His 13-year-old son was murdered. He said apparently they had uh, got into some type of cult that they materialized online. I don't know how or what kind of cult. They were talking about demons being all around them. Destiny Harris is the half-sister of the youngest victim, uh, and she said that when I heard that there was something going on over there, I just had a gut feeling. They were nine. They didn't deserve this. The twins were set to celebrate their 10th birthday on Friday. Damon Decree said he wants his wife and daughter held accountable for the crime. I don't want them in an insane asylum. I want to see them go to jail for the rest of their lives, he said.
1: I'd read that uh, like family services had been called at some point Because of these, uh, I guess claims that they were making, or or they were they were making scary statements about suicide and and so on. But yeah,
2: so. Bugs County Children and Youth month. were involved with the family, okay. and um, I it, the the father, uh, it was kind of just like a, a brief comment, but he said, we've been calling children's services. So uh, they were involved with the family, okay. and uh, they went over, th- they'll sometimes just make like a, you know, a random check or whatever, yeah. and they went over, uh, nobody answered, and then I guess they went uh, either later that day or the next day, and that's when they got somebody who worked, a maintenance worker who worked in the building to open the door.
3: Well, one of the people, one of the officers who responded, or, or somebody disseminated this information. That a couple of the kids have been strangled.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple of them, that's how they died, where they were strangled. They went into detail. There's detail about how, I guess, they admitted to it. Now, um, both of their stories are differing a little bit on who killed who, but the, um, they basically admitted to it. They <clears throat> said that they strangled a couple of them, and yeah, a mother and daughter, absolutely awful. Incomprehensible. Yeah, police have not yet released the official motive of the murders. Police have arrested a 37-year-old city worker in connection with multiple sexual assault cases in South Philadelphia. He has been identified as Safian Williams of Point Breeze. He's a streets department worker. Uh, Williams is charged with multiple sexual assaults that occurred between December and February. Police say they have DNA evidence from a number of crimes that he uh, that were committed. Uh, they are now checking with forensic science to see if it matches the suspect. Police say after the video image was released, there was a wave of citizen tips over over the weekend, ...which led them to make the arrest. Police had been searching for a man they believed to be connected to at least nine sexual assault incidents in South Philadelphia... ...dating back to last December. The person of interest was arrested at his Point Breeze home that he shares with his mother... ...about 12 miles from the most recent attack. Police also recovered some clothing they believe was used during the assaults, His cell phone and two doors away in an abandoned property... ...they recovered the bike that matched the description of the bike used during the crimes. Police say Williams had been in trouble with the law, but he was not involved in any sex crimes... He is a laborer in the streets department, but there is no evidence his job played a role in the alleged crimes. Police believe that there may be additional victims and there's an appeal for them to speak up regardless of immigration status. So my guess is that they're thinking that uh, at least one uh, victim was uh, not here legally in the country. Uh, Philadelphia Police Commissioner Richard Ross says, if you're not a resident of this country, don't worry about that. You're a victim. If you're a victim, come forward. We have reason to believe that there is some instances uh, he may have preyed on people like this, whether it was intentional or unintentional. Uh, so they want them to come forward because they're saying you are a victim. So come forward and they'll take care of you. Pennsylvania is about to start issuing federal real ID uh, compliant driver's licenses. The State Department of Transportation plans to reissue the sole called real ids starting on friday the is the ids we <laughs> will allow people to board commercial airlines and enter certain secure federal facilities when federal real id standards take effect in pennsylvania in october of 2020 kathy
3: the elite card will get you in the cockpit yeah
2: <laughs> i got um i got the card really it says real id on i got it a few well, months ago and i'm like it really is What is this on the back it is really real is, is. Yeah. So I
1: can't believe this is still happening. We talked about this a couple of years ago. Oh, it's
2: it's happening already in some other states. We we're yeah. just ours just doesn't go into effect until 2020.
1: Your, your driver's license is not a valid form of ID to
3: fly.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah, why not just change and, it? Just change you can. It. No, I know,
4: but like I don't know why there was
3: Is it is it a, I
4: don't know this. It's I'm a just money talking thing. right out of my ass. It,
3: it sounds like a money thing. It, yeah? it is.
1: It has something to do with that. I remember we we Talked about this a while back, and we were like, it was it was in order for the state to save money somehow or another, and I forgot how it works out, but uh, I remember shaking my head about it
2: uh, for the state. But they're I issuing thought, other ones. What, isn't it going to cost them more money to issue it?
3: Are you paying a
1: fee well, I guess for we them? Have
2: to, I don't know. I right. should have brought my card in this morning.
5: Your ex, yes, oh, please. To, you you're yeah.
4: the only one with the card. Yeah. So you have a card and a driver's license? No, no. Yeah. So
2: I got the card in the mail to go get this ID, like, you know, as if you were to get, if you had to reissue right. your license or something like that. So my, I have that. My so guess I can is go there's,
4: there's a want. fee, right, at the time of... I don't know. Uh, Maybe.
3: All right. So, probably.
4: So, but you're going to have
3: two
1: different yeah. types of ID in, well, no. in
3: addition to your...
2: No, no, no. You can you can use this. This so this will be your ID. You don't have to get this ID if you want to just drive and you don't want this ID. Yeah. You don't have to get it. But if I want to fly use my ID to fly. Yeah, I can use this ID for my driver's license as well, though. So I can just have one oh, ID. Okay,
1: I didn't know that. Yeah. Right. So they're kind of fixing the problem. All right, now I'm really confused. No, I'm totally confused. Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: The real sure. IDs are optional and aren't necessary to legally drive. Uh, a man uh, bought four hundred. I'm sorry, five hundred and forty dollars worth oh. of Girl Scout cookies. Uh, a man has gone viral for buying this um, he, to get some of the kids out of the cold. Girl Scout Troop 1574 were selling cookies outside of Greenville, South Carolina uh, when a man bought seven boxes of cookies for forty dollars. Moments later, the man returned and bought up all of the cookies so that the girls didn't have to stay out in the cold any longer.
1: Uh, now I gave you this story until I saw the follow up a little later on this no. morning. Oh no, uh, he's a drug dealer. Oh. <laughs> and- was arrested uh, for
3: Come on yeah, really No
1: yeah he was
3: he was <laughs> uh, he bought all the, the and then, what a wonderful man but he's like a, a meth Dealer. Uh,
1: yeah, well, yeah. listen. I
2: haven't thing. read
1: the full details. I saw the headline. I haven't read the full details yet, but uh, but yeah, he still, still did a good thing. It's still inspiring. Yeah. Let's focus on the cookies. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> not the
3: not not fueling the the junkies. In, in the, fact, in the immediate area, maybe right? the cookie thing was the one thing that turned him around. Maybe yeah, he I went know. home and got rid of his entire stash. <laughs> I don't yeah. know.
2: Maybe the people that bought from him got a free box of cookies. There yeah. you go. <laughs> See, there can be positives. <laughs> All right. In sports this morning.
0: <laughs> Ball sacks, are Ball sacks are
2: yummy. The, the f- Flyers beat the Buffalo Sabres 5 2 last <laughs> night in South Philly. Jake Brown. James Van Riemsdyk and Claude Drew all scored to keep the Flyers' postseason hopes alive. The team is 14-3-1 overall. Uh, They're past 18 games but are still seven points out of the final Eastern Conference playoff spot. There are 19 games left in the regular season and the Flyers need teams ahead of them like the Penguins, Carolina, and Montreal to struggle down the stretch. The Flyers are on the road tomorrow night with a game against another team they're chasing in the playoff standings, the Columbus Blue Jackets. On Tuesday, the Sixers gave updates on both Joel Embiid and Bobin Marjanovic. Embiid, who has been out since the All-Star break with left knee soreness won't play against the Oklahoma City Thunder. The team is expected to provide an update on Embiid before Saturday's game against Golden State. The good news is that an uh, MRI on Boban's right knee came back negative. He will also miss Thursday's game, but will be reevaluated for bone bruise and mild knee sprain in five to seven days. Tip-off in Oklahoma City tomorrow night is set for 8 o'clock. And in clear water... Uh, Spring training will continue this afternoon with a full squad matchup scheduled for a home game against the Twins. Yesterday's game in Tampa against the Yankees was canceled because of rain, but today's forecast in Clearwater calls for mostly sunny and a high of 75 degrees. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank
1: you very much, Kathy. So we're set to go on a Wednesday morning, a bunch of things that are happening. We go live on Fox Good Day today, so we'll see what uh, Mike and Alex are getting into. We have a secret text word. We do that on Wednesdays. Chance for you to win some tickets to see Villanova. They're playing Butler Saturday at the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, so you can do that now. We're we're up and ready to go. So text the word secret two three nine three three three, and we're going to send this word back to you later. on I we'll almost get to call in with that word. The designated to wins the Wednesday tickets, and we'll also grab a random texture. So a couple of different mm-hmm. ways to win. You can get tickets at wellsfargocenterphilly.com, dot com. By the way, so go ahead. Text secret two three nine three three three. We have an announcement to make on the program today concerning us and a broadcast, and we'll get those details for you at some point during the program. Uh, we also have a couple of guests joining us. We will have Matt Fries, and i got to make sure I figure out the proper way to pronounce Fafa's name. <laughs> Is it uh, Fafa Picot? I think it's Picot. Picot. Yeah. Okay. That's it's a cool name. P-I-C-A-U-L-T, so like a Renault car. Yes. I remember it was spelled Renault. Renault. Fafa Pico. So Fafa Pico, Pico of the Philadelphia Union, they will be stopping by because their home opener is on Saturday. They're wow. playing in Toronto. Yeah, I know already. It's that time it is that we're getting ready to go, man. Outdoor sports, it's happening again. So we'll have those guys stopping by, and uh, we're just getting ready because we are we. We're two days away. Two more days away from the uh, Cardboard Classic. Yeah, we got to get through today, and then tomorrow we'll head up uh, tomorrow evening and get set and settled in. in Jack Frost, check out the location and be ready to turn it on Friday morning.
3: Everything's looking good. Like you know, slightly cloudy for the morning. Uh, Thirty-five degrees will be the high, so it'll be cooler. The snow should be solid for all the sleds. We'll see. Yeah,
6: yeah, it's looking good. It's snow today, Steve. Actually,
3: they're going to get some fresh pack powder today.
1: Pack, pack, pack Excellent. Powder. powder, pack, powder. <laughs> So it's exciting. We're hoping to see you there. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back in a second. I have a whole stack of entertainment stories I want to run by you, as well as a stupid question, do some giveaways. Stay put. We'll be right back.
0: This 93.3 WMMR audio on demand program
1: returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Preston. Listen, I'd like to thank Jack Frost Mountain for sponsoring today's podcast. We are headed back to Jack Frost on Friday, March 1st for our 13th annual Preston and Steve Cardboard Classic from WMMR and JFBB, where the snow comes first.
3: If you love paying for shipping, you're going to hate Steven Singer, always with fast and free shipping. Visit Steven Singer Jewelers online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. Taking time for yourself isn't selfish, it's self-care. Schedule a
1: massage or facial at your local Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa with a relaxing massage or refreshing facial for just $59.95 for first-time guests. Visit one of their 50 area locations or HannonStone.com. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we're going to do a stupid question this morning and give away some tickets to see The Lonely Island. They're going to be performing June 19th at the Met in Philadelphia. It's a ways off, but tickets go on sale uh, Friday, by the way, at 10 a.m. through Ticketmaster.com. There is a pre-sale, by the way, on the concert calendar page at WMMR.com. So... Question I have for you, continuing with uh, Black History Month. Yes. Uh, we'll go with a uh, famous black comedic actor out of Philadelphia. Mr. Kevin Hart was in the movie Central Intelligence. What was Calvin Joyner's nickname in high school? <laughs> in that movie, 215 263 WMMR. So, what was Calvin Joyner's nickname in high school? 215 263 WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. Call right now. Today is Wednesday, it is February 27th. We have some birthdays to rattle off while we are awaiting your answer to the stupid question. And we'll begin with the world of heavy metal and Iron Maiden. Guitarist Adrian Smith celebrates his birthday today. Yep. He is uh, 62 years old today.
3: I always uh, respected Iron Maiden. Wouldn't say I was um, a huge fan. Yeah. yeah. I liked them. Uh, They, But
1: at the time... They were the heaviest band. What out. are
3: you listening
5: exactly. to? Exactly.
3: It seems What so is
5: this? Over <laughs> the yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: heavy and listen to it now. Right, I know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's honestly you're you're almost like Ghost has hybrid levels of this in it. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And that seems light. Sure you know, now, yeah, comparatively
3: yeah, yeah. to some of the
1: You'll take my life, but I'll, I'll take your too! So, uh, Adrian is, uh,
5: <laughs> so when no
3: <laughs> you should have been in that. <laughs> yeah, bed. I know. Could do a documentary. He, he was the best holler in the business.
1: Uh, uh Adrian is, uh, 62 today.
3: <laughs> One of my
1: all time favorite guitarists celebrates his birthday today. Mr. Neil Sean of Journey. Uh, he is uh, sixty-five years old. Today. I would agree
3: yeah. uh, through his various uh, bands and iterations, and uh, he played with Santana. Yes, when he was fifteen
5: yeah, years old. Yeah,
3: and uh, so he was that much of a
1: talent. And then he went on after Journey. There was, you remember Bad English, that yeah. band, and yeah. he's done some other projects as well. But the thing that is so special about Neil Sean is. He can write great riffs. He's an amazing solo guitarist, and he is a perfect combination of being able to shred, being able to play really, really fast, but also playing really beautiful um, melodies that almost sound like the guitar is singing. So he can be very bluesy. He can be very. He can be metal when he wants to. He has uh, uh, tasty solos. Very yep. tasty. Exactly. I hear he's a little difficult to work with. i uh, heard met, that too. Never met him myself, but he's great, and he knows he's great. He's one of those type of people. So, uh, sixty-five years old today. But listen, I love it. So, so happy birthday, Neil Sean! Uh, for Nick this morning, your buddy Howard Hessman <laughs>
5: uh,
3: <laughs> celebrates if his you've birthday. If you this is on me TV all the time. Is it? Yeah, WKRP. You watch it uh, occasionally. It's so- brilliantly captures the world of radio. <laughs> really? <laughs> no one ever uses headphones. I know. They're somewhere know. in the room with the microphone.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, Howard Hasman, who played Dr. Johnny Fever, 79 years old today. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joanne Woodward, the actress. Maybe. Legend. Uh, yeah. She was uh, actually you know, married to Paul Newman. She,
3: I, To be honest, I'm sorry. Uh, she's still alive. Uh, she is okay. uh, 85. Or, okay. I'm sorry, no, 89. She's wow. 89 years old. Today. Wow, wow. So an incredible actress. She, she was in a movie where she—I I first saw her and, and became aware of her capabilities. A movie called *The Three Faces of Eve*. It was one of the first, maybe the first, you know, split personality movies. Mm-hmm. But excellent.
1: Uh, and she—you remember she was in Philadelphia as well. Yeah. She played the mother. So good. Oh, that scene when they're saying
6: goodbye to her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. jeez. just heartbreaking. Paul Newman has that quote about her where uh, a, a reporter once asked him about uh, cheating or you know philandering or or you know seeing other women, and he would say, he, "Why would I?" Go out for hamburgers when I have steak at home. Uh, nice. Joanne, you can Lord, still Lord.
3: bang some hot dogs, though.
6: <laughs> <laughs> he added that part later.
3: <laughs> really ruined the romance. I mean,
4: Actually, I would take a hamburger <laughs> over a steak any day. <laughs> <laughs> hamburgers are
3: good. man. No, she's
4: awesome. They, they had a,
3: a great long a marriage and love
1: affair. So. She's 89. Uh, Ralph Nader, the consumer advocate, uh, is 85 years old today. He's the guy that that, uh, that put down the Corvair, right? It was unsafe a, at, unsafe any at any speed. speed. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's funny because I remember I was on South Street one day and I was walking by and I saw this car and I'm like, wow, that is a really cool-looking classic car. And I went back to double-check it and I'm like, that's a freaking Corvair. By and the way. They were cool-looking cars. They were
3: cool-looking cars. Yeah. There were there were issues. I don't know. You know, they used to have things where, you know, the cars would have these big hood ornaments, you know, these big pointy hood ornaments. Sure. And that that represented an issue, obviously, if you were to get hit or whatever. There were all sorts of things. Yeah. Some of them were pretty cool. Though. Yeah, yeah I, agree. I
6: agree. But it and helped the Corvair- revolutionize the car industry and yeah. make cars overall safer, even yes. though Corvairs themselves weren't necessarily the most unsafe cars on the road. They right. were ju- it just sort of the object of... Yeah. It yeah, my mom focused. had one, Steve, and she had the one with the spoon shift on the uh, on the steering oh, column.
3: So awesome. She loved <laughs> so that car. my my friend's
6: mother, I guess it
3: was a good car for mothers, <laughs> had a Corvair too uh, and uh, it had that cool shifting system, you yeah. know. Yep. So uh, he is 85 today. Uh, Chelsea Clinton
1: is celebrating her 39th birthday today. I wonder uh, if she'll ever run for anything. Bill and
3: Hillary's I, daughter. What if is, you if you see? I. Sh- they keep saying that she's being uh, groomed for that. I hope she but does. She's, and,
2: uh, is she really even doing anything? No.
3: And and if you do, why would you? Why What's her would career? You? See, I mean, she's a journalist. She worked for NBC mime. for
6: a little bit. She was a street mime for a while. That <laughs> wasn't paying the bills. <laughs>
3: She's actually part of this this Clinton, uh, the 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 global Clinton uh, Foundation, that, I, that whole thing. I can't ever see her running for office. She just doesn't. She doesn't She's she not, speak she doesn't
1: speak uh well. I hear me like trying to spit words out right now. She, yeah. she does not speak so
3: good. She doesn't talk good, guys.
2: She not talk
3: uh, good, so good. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You're not saying you're a better you're not, option. But you're
3: not you're not running for office. Right, so right. there you
4: go. But we need a president or somebody who can talk gooder than everybody else. <laughs> right, yeah, right. You know. Come on.
3: So, uh, any, you know, who knows? Maybe
1: someday. 39 today. And the last birthday, wow, do I have a thing for this, this gal, Kate Mara? Oh, yes. Every time I see her, I'm like, she is very, very beautiful. Um, I was just watching The Martian for the 50th time the other day, and she's in that as well as, uh, Brokeback Mountain, and we are Marshall and Shooter and American Horror Story and all that stuff. She
3: has a girl next door quality to her, but if you ever see her, um, sexified up, Dear Lord. Hey, what is her money connection,
6: Nick? Big the, uh, money. The, yeah, the Rooney Mara family is uh, the owners of the Giants, New York Giants, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. So Art Rooney was the patriarch for the Steelers, and uh, her I, brother was Mickey Rooney. And Mickey Rooney was in there. <laughs> Uh, no, and, uh, Andy Rooney from 60 Minutes. Yes, well, her, 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 so, her but, sister. So uh, up the family tree on two different sides are NFL owners who are both billionaires.
1: She's Yeah, it's a good look, isn't it, Preston? Yeah, she's beautiful. She's 36 years old. And she's broke back mountain good actress too yeah. yeah all right let's see if somebody knows the answer to this question uh what was calvin joiner's nickname in high school this is from uh the movie central intelligence Two one five mm-hmm. two six three. 263 wmr is the number and it is tina that's going to get a shot at it hi tina
7: hey you guys rock <laughs> <laughs> tina
1: so tell me what was calvin joiner's nickname in high school golden jet the golden jet <laughs> you're correct hang on Uh, We are going to take care of you, Tina, with a pair of tickets to see The Lonely Island Wednesday, June 19th at The Met, Philadelphia. Tickets are on sale this Friday. At ten AM via Ticketmaster.com dot and the presale and complete details on the, on the concert uh, calendar page at WMMR.com. dot com. We
3: also had Ike Barinholtz in the studio a couple of times. He wrote that movie. That's he right. Really... I got to imagine there's going to be a sequel to that movie. Oh yeah, um, yeah.
1: So because you know him they pair well, the world of a spy. Yeah, and they do pair well, and they're in Jumanji together. Yeah. So I think they're the next uh, the next you know Hope and team that you're going to see. Hope and Crosby. <laughs> there it is. So we're going to start with uh, Selma Blair. Uh, she's speaking out about her multiple sclerosis diagnosis for the first time in an interview with Robin Roberts on uh, ABC's Good Morning America. We got some clips that we're going to play here. The actress who revealed her diagnosis in October of last year also recently appeared at the Oscars with a cane on Sunday. We talked about that yesterday. Many saluted her elegant embrace of MS and unpredictable and complex. It's an unpredictable and complex disease that attacks the nervous system. In the interview. Uh, Her voice quakes, and she explains that she is currently experiencing spasmodic dysphonia, which is a neurological disorder, and it affects her voice and is a side effect of MS. Let's play a couple of clips. This is uh, her talking about wanting to hear what she sounds like, so here we go. How are you doing?
7: I am doing very well. I am very happy to see you being able to just put... Put out what being in the middle of an
4: aggressive form of multiple sclerosis is like. Wow. wow.
3: I, I, when I was watching the video, I started to tear up because, you know, I, I mean, it, I've I've always really enjoyed her. I loved yeah. her in the Hellboy movies and a whole bunch of other stuff. But it was, it was to me, it seemed very, uh, you know, people throw around that courageous thing a lot or, you know, and she's sitting there and she really wanted to just kind of put a face on yep. what the disease can do. And yep. I thought that was, and, she, it, and what she was saying. She was in. Her attitude was so positive, and clearly she's dealing with a lot on her plate right yeah, now.
1: Absolutely, and it's very. It's got to be very, very, very frustrating yeah. uh, to to try to communicate. And you're doing an interview on a national broadcast television show like that. I think of Michael
3: J. Fox with the Parkinson's, sure. and when he's had interviews and, and having to deal with that, it's it's
1: a it's a Herculean chore. Uh, here's her talking about telling her uh, son about the diagnosis. Here we go.
7: He almost cried and said, "Will it kill you?" And I said. No, I mean, we never know what kills us, Arthur, but this is not the doctor telling me I'm dying.
1: Uh, then we have another clip talking about she She wants to speak during yeah. uh, Wait, when these flare-ups. So, yes.
2: But MS doesn't, isn't fatal?
1: It- uh, life-threatening. Um, I think it can it, shorten it, your life. If um, yes,
3: so, so Montel has MS. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he's doing very well on
1: it. You've got to. You've got to stay on top of treatments and things like that. You can live with it, but it is. Um, you know, it's a good question, Kath. I, I can't speak to. Uh, on on authority of that, we have a friend who is going through MS right yes, now, and yeah. she's hitting some hard times, and it's very very difficult. similar
3: to what we're hearing now. With not in the speech, okay. uh,
1: she's not having that, but uh, but in uh, being able to walk, and now has to use a cane and things okay. like that, and it's uh, it's progressing. And I haven't done enough research on it to see. What level it can get to. Nick's looking up that information right now. So it
6: shortens your life expectancy by Mm -hmm. 5 to 10 years, but it's not fatal in and of itself. Okay. Uh, Yeah, and it's it it makes life more difficult. You need assistance, you know,
1: no question. Uh, This is her talking about wanting to speak when she has uh, these flare-ups.
4: I was a little scared of
7: talking, and even my neurologist said, no, this will bring a lot of awareness, because no one has the energy to talk when they're in a flare-up.
1: Oh,
2: Goodness, that
7: wow. is so sad. I know, I know. Ugh.
1: And listen, I, I have these uh, um, these muscle twitches. Uh, they're called uh, benign fasciculations that I have. They're all over my body, and they they still happen all the time. I've just gotten used to them. Yeah, I could see how this would happen with your with your throat, vocal cords, with, yeah. your, with your muscles. Yeah. and and uh, and it just happens, and you just have to, you know, you just do what you can. So um, while being diagnosed with a chronic disease might be terrifying, Blair admits that uh, she was also relieved. She said, "I had tears." Uh, they weren't tears of panic. They were tears of knowing that I now had to give in to a body that had loss of control and there was some relief in that, uh, she said. Uh, she has one 7-year-old named Arthur, or Arthur, I'm sorry, uh, and admits that uh, before being diagnosed, she did everything she could to seem normal, including self-medicating. In 2016, we talked about this the other day, Steve. Yes. Remember, she was removed from a plane on a stretcher. Uh, she later said it was because she got drunk. Um she said, "I dropped my son off at school a mile away, and uh, she's recounting this. Uh, before I uh, got home, I had to pull over and take a nap. It was killing me, and so when I got the diagnosis, I cried with relief. Actually,
3: because she thought it was, you know,
1: maybe it was something was wrong. Besides that, maybe yeah, something worse. You don't than know.
3: That. And listen, you know, for a lot of times these things what you are talking about with your with your with your your twitches and stuff. You mm-hmm. know, you were." Um, it was uh, it scares the hell out of you until oh God, you, you yeah. just want a diagnosis you want a direction you want something yeah, yeah to know what's going on
1: yep exactly so um you know I don't know what her prognosis is i don't know if she spoke about that i didn't see the entire interview yeah
3: i just saw i just saw a clip the clip that we're showing now in the studio the video of her on GMA she looks she actually you would she not know she looks fantastic she yeah. looks
1: phenomenal yeah. actually so um you know so she's uh, she's hanging in there uh, DJ, uh, Khaled, uh, will host Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Awards. Uh, this is coming up on March 23rd.
3: We're not done with the. Uh, I uh, knew it. Lord I said show, yesterday Steve. after yep. the Oscars, I knew we had a few more. Now the Kids' Choice—that's my jam. That's yeah. your jam, yeah. Uh, so he's
4: just a DJ, right? He's not like an MC, right? You, you,
3: he is a he is a DJ and a producer. Let me ask you something. Right. How is it pronounced, Casey? Khalid. Khalid. Because that's what I say, and somebody told me it was Khalid. I'm like, I've heard oh, it said.
6: Khalid. There's Back.
1: another
3: artist. There's oh. a, an artist named Khalid. Khalid. Okay.
1: God damn it! No, yeah. this is Khalid. I actually, just to double check, I right. pulled up a pronunciation yeah. of it this
4: morning because okay. I'd heard
1: I've heard otherwise as well. So And who's Khaled. DJ Khalid? I don't know.
4: It's just Khalid. It's just Khalid, not yeah. DJ Khalid. So <sighs> Khalid is probably an MC, and DJ Khalid is a DJ.
1: Whatever happened We're to talking? Benny
4: Goodman? Right. Yeah.
1: So he uh, his participation as host. Was revealed along with this year's nominees by uh, Double Dare host uh, Liza Kashi during a first-time live stream nomination announcement for the annual award show. Uh, Avengers: Infinity War leads pack ten nominations, followed by Black Panther and five with five, and Cardi B and Hotel Transylvania
3: Three: Summer Vacation tied with four each. So I was at a, uh, a hotel in Santa Monica at the time when the Kids Choice Awards were taking place. And I believe they they were either all the people were staying at the hotel that I was at or they were uh, the awards were taking place at a venue very close to the hotel. It, it was like being on another planet. Didn't you see Salma Hayek? I saw Salma Hayek that trip. Yeah,
8: yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Nice. Uh, so host uh, Khaled, uh, Khaled had, uh, a panelist on Fox's The Four. I didn't even know that show was still on. <laughs> uh, scored three nominations in the awards competition, which uh, determines winners by fan vote. Um, we also have uh, Jason Momoa of Aquaman is a first-time nominee. Cent- Centennial? I don't know. Uh, B.B. Rexa, Tyra Banks, and Riverdale. Riverdale! Awesome. Yes. Now you're talking. Uh, the show is getting creative with categories again with some new offerings. Favorite TV host, favorite TV judges, favorite superhero. That's great. And favorite gamers. Mm. So gamers there you go. are getting nominated now. A new category, How Do You Want to Help?, is designed to let kids decide how they want to help the world. Uh, Khaled joined on Tuesday's in on Tuesday's announcement saying, Father of Assad is here to let you know the biggest party of the year is about to go up. That's right. Yo. March 23rd, I'm your host, DJ Khaled, for Nickelodeon's Kids' Choice Award. I'll see you soon. I don't know what Father of Assad means. That's his son's son.
4: name is Assad.
1: Oh, okay. So that's, he's giving himself <laughs> yeah. that title. Father. Of course.
4: Yeah. Father of Parker. <laughs> yeah, Father of Parker. I guess that's
1: me. Father of Carter. Mm-hmm. Father of Caroline. Uh, fans can cast ballots at the Kids' Choice Awards website and on the Screens Up app, supported by iPad, iPhone, Android uh, devices as well. So there you go. And you, and you can also vote via Twitter for the first time. There will be uh, they'll be enabling voting on specific Instagram posts, too. So, oh, my God. Oh, my God.
3: Yeah, I know it's popular, but I wonder if it's been robbed a little bit of its uh, importance or impact because of, uh, like, YouTube and all the stuff that's just uh, yeah. kids tend to watch a lot more.
1: But maybe they're, I mean, they're including the YouTubers in the awards. The maybe award, that's so the draw. Maybe yeah. Part of it, yeah. Hey, when Emma Thompson eg- exited uh, the movie Luck on uh, January 20th, many assumed it was because John Lasseter had been named as head of Skydance Media, the company producing the animated film. Shortly before he joined Skydance, Lasseter had left Pixar over allegations of inappropriate behavior and creating a frat-style work environment.
3: He He had sort of preempted, like we weren't even aware of anything or any allegations or anything like that. He said that, I think he said, okay... I better jump in ahead of this and sort of <laughs> removed himself. Her publicist confirmed the assumption, but now
1: the star is providing more context. She shared her resignation letter with the Los Angeles Times, and in it she lays out all of her objections. It's pretty lengthy. I'll just read uh, uh, these uh, segments. She wrote, in part, it feels very odd to me that you and your company would consider hiring someone with Mr. Lasseter's pattern of misconduct, given the present climate in which people with the kind of power that you have can reasonably be expected to step up to the plate. Mm. She said, if a man has made women at his companies feel undervalued and disrespected for decades, why should the woman at his new company think that any respect he shows them is anything other than an act he's required to perform by his coach, his therapist and his employment agreement. I hope these uh, queries will uh, make the level of my discomfort understandable. I regret having to step away because I love Alessandro who's the director Alessandro uh, Carloni so much and think he is an incredibly creative director, but I can only do what feels right during these difficult times of transition and collective consciousness raising. So she's bailing and she's saying straight, straight ahead because
3: this dude's on board. I mean, Lasseter was at the 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 nexus of the creation of Pixar and Toy Story and all that stuff. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's a yep. wild thing. Yep.
1: Hey, after posting multiple cryptic Instagram stories that seem to allude <sighs> oh. to the revelation that her boyfriend Tristan Thompson oh! cheated on her with Kylie, uh, with Kylie's friend uh, Jordan Woods, Kim, uh, Chloe now <laughs> is addressing the scandal more directly. I thought it was important to talk about it directly, <laughs> and not just cryptically on. Um... Instagram. Uh, fans have been sending Chloe love on social media since the and scandal broke. Uh, this is the second <laughs> ordeal that Chloe has been through with Tristan, and their sympathy for her has gone into overdrive. You so, know what I'm doing, Tristan? What are you doing? I'm keeping a stiff upper lip. Well, that's that's a positive thing, and you should. Thank do that. you, uh, Chloe. Thanked fans for their support and asked them to be kind. She tweeted, "Hi, loves. Want to do the <laughs> Hey gals. Hi oh, <laughs> feeling back to myself. Hi loves Feel amazed balls. Wanted you to know that I appreciate you. I I hate that. Mm. I, I I hate it. <laughs> I hate it when people address on social media to their, their fans. Hey fans. You know what I mean? Hey all you. Yeah. Hey my fans. Hey my yeah. followers. <laughs> hey my sick offense. Um, hey you. Uh so anyhow, I'm hey, hungry. <laughs> Hi loves. Wanted you to know that I appreciate you. I do. <laughs> I've been reading your kind words, and they really are a blessing to me. I love you. All thank right. you. Thank you. I'll be back when I'm in the mood to chat with you all. Until then, remember to be kind to one another. Just don't approach me in public if you see me anywhere. Yeah, right? No, she didn't. Oh, my guards out. will I, shoot you I, I dead. It. I'm not kidding. I you love come you come anywhere near me, my kid, my guards will kill you. I love you so love much. Love you. Just don't talk to me. <laughs> Uh, Chloe has also completely scrubbed Jordan from her Good American Gene site. Oh no! Where she previously had her own page.
3: She had her own page on the Gene site, and now no more.
1: Yeah, according to reports, Jordan has been shut out of all business opportunities with the family. Now, there's, there's no way
3: back. And
1: in the future, she's yeah, Steve, she's cut off from all family business. She's you know. like, yeah, absolutely, just like Michael Corleone did just with, uh, tell me with if Carlo. You did it? Yeah.
3: Just tell me. <laughs>
1: If you slept with
3: Tristan, that's all.
6: It insults his intelligence. It
3: insults my intelligence Uh (laughs) for you to sit there and tell me you didn't sleep with Tristan.
6: <laughs> Steve, you think you'll end one of the episodes of Kardashians with like, the door closing. Right. And, the... and Kris <laughs> Jenner's
3: out there for old time's sake. Yeah.
6: <laughs> can't uh, do it, Mominger. Can't Jer. do it, Mominger.
3: <laughs> 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 My God, it <laughs> is. With Chloe's feet kicking to the windshield. Uh, yeah. With one one kick. Yeah, yeah. The whole front assembly of the car comes up. <laughs>
1: They are kind of uh, Godfather-esque, yeah, man. To
3: insult my intelligence. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, yeah, she's been cut <laughs> off from all family business uh, and opportunities with the family now and in the future. They're sending you to Las Vegas. <laughs> 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 her and Mo Green spend yeah, some time exactly. together. Uh, Kylie, <laughs> Kylie has removed her security clearance from uh, her gated community as well. Wow. Oh,
3: boy. Wow. wow. You lose security clearance.
1: Uh, meanwhile, the excommunicated insider Jordan is preparing to spill the beans in a discussion with Jada Pink and Smith on her Red table Talk Facebook show. I mean, come on, mm-hmm. Come on with this nonsense. Uh, apparently, Jordan has known the Smith family for years and once dated Jaden Smith. Uh, so... she, she, by the way,
3: her defense was that she was blackout drunk and didn't realize what she was. That's a defense. What? That's a defense? No. You were blackout drunk and didn't realize what you were doing?
1: Yeah. Okay.
3: Well, anyhow, we'll follow the family business.
1: <laughs> Pete Davidson gave a heckler mocking rapper Mac Miller's death the boot at his show on Monday night. Uh, an attendee tells paper the Saturday Night Live star began the set by joking, so a funny thing happened to me recently in my apartment. My friend died of a heart attack. It was to set up a joke. Okay? Right, So, right, yeah. And that's when a member of the audience, and uh, in, uh, in, it was at the South Orange Performing Arts Center in South Orange, New Jersey. Uh, then somebody yelled out, Mac Miller. Of course, Miller died of a drug overdose in September. He was famously involved with his ex, uh, Ariana Grande. So anyhow, Pete calmly stopped his routine and then asked the audience to ID the dude that yelled that out and that he is going to have to leave. And then he asked security to locate the yeller and escort him out. He said, and give him back his money. I don't want his money. And then when nothing happened for a second, Davidson said, I'm serious. I'm going to leave the stage. So if you want to hear the rest of the show, you'll point out to security who yelled so they can escort him out. If not, I'm going to leave right now. And I'm I'm not going to have any of that S happening at my show. Uh, So they pointed out the guy. He was escorted out. And the joke ended up being about a friend who passed out but ended up being fine, and they didn't really have a heart attack. So he was just setting up a joke, but he's not going to, you know, yeah. he's not going to have the, the personal stuff thrown out by the No, audience. and just it's a
3: loaded. heckler who kills a joke,
4: too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just another idea. Hey, hey, here's an idea, guys. Shut up and
1: enjoy yeah. the joke. Yep. yep. Shut your hole. Hey, Andy Dick uh, pleaded no contest to lewd conduct and battery at court on Tuesday after being accused of grabbing a woman's butt. Uh, the star avoided jail time and will instead complete 15 days community service. He'll be placed on summary probation for 36 months. Uh, he was charged with sexual battery last April. Uh, he's also been grappling with issues at home, getting hit with a long-term protective order last year by his wife after two incidents. Wasn't was
3: he also living in a modified garage? Oh, I don't know. You know, like out in L.A., the, the weather's sort of conducive. You can get away yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, you can get away with that. But he mm. was living in like a modified garage, I heard. Yeah. But he was—he's always been very handsy, very grabby. He likes yeah. to lick people. He does.
1: And like that, he's going to have to stop doing that. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence showed off her stunning engagement ring, reportedly worth six figures, at her first public appearance since becoming engaged to Cook Maroney. Cook Maroney.
3: Ah, the name's Cook Maroney. How are
1: <laughs> So I saw a blurb about this. I think it might have been over the weekend. That's why I didn't really report about it. And. Um, She's kind of been off the radar a
3: little bit publicity-wise. Yeah. She wanted that. She, yeah. After a Red Sparrow, she wanted to disconnect. Yeah. She felt uh, it was getting away from her. I sort of uh, commend that. Yep. And now I saw her. She's in a commercial. I forget what, for what product, but uh, I think it's for that thing, Casey, that sealer that seals up your gutters. Yeah, and-
4: she's the new woo-doggy person. <laughs> Yeah. No, but she's um... <laughs> I am Jennifer
3: Lawrence.
5: Oscar winner
3: and I love Sealants. <laughs> Woo! doggies uh but uh yeah so uh it's it seems to work out and she's yeah. i think she's now connected to a guy He's he appears to be out of the industry nick i don't know the story on him if you can dig it up cook moroni cook, cook is spelled, Maroney's the name. it's spelled C O O K. she will
1: uh she, she'll want the publicity back in a little while yeah uh, but just not right now the 28 year old she's the uh, the the fourth judge on the four <laughs> yeah uh, she stepped out at the Christian Dior fashion show in Paris Ooh. on Tuesday. Uh, the under-the-radar pair started dating last spring. So, oh. uh, it is kind of quick,
3: isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Turn around. Yes, That's Jennifer Lawrence.
1: They're getting engaged. <laughs> he's an art dealer.
3: Oh, there we go. Okay. Oh, yeah. In fact, yes, and I remember reading the story. He's uh, out of Manhattan, I believe, and he's he sort of turned her around to the world of fine art. Okay. All right. Well, good for
1: her. Uh, to celebrate their 10-year wedding anniversary Tuesday, Tom Brady and Giselle Buncheon are giving fans a glimpse of their family behind the scenes. So exciting for us. Uh, so this was, on, I guess this was on social media. I said, um, I can't believe it's already been 10 years since we've chosen to walk this life together. And what an incredible 10 years we've had. We wrote. are so successful. Uh, there is... Look at a- this.
3: This is our closet.
1: There is nothing that I love more... <laughs>
3: now into the monorail we're heading to the kitchen isn't it crazy how wealthy and good looking we are are you enjoying this oh my god
1: uh look at my
3: wife's ass it's perfect and i'm a major athlete with how many super bowl trophies i can't even keep count i'm so wealthy
1: You know, it's so funny that that aspect of social media, I was talking to one of my best friends who was in town, super successful guy. Yeah. Wonderful, great house. Everything is family. Everything is going great. They vacation. They do what they want to do. I'm really happy for him. He's a good person. Yeah. But he stays completely, 100% off of social media. And he said part of the reason was he saw what a great life all these other people were having, and it was depressing him. And he has a great (laughs) life. Yeah, yeah. Uh And I was like, wow, okay, so even if you have an over-the-top, great you know you you are adventurous you're getting the the world is your oyster even
3: you could be affected by that crap i was reading there was part of a of a book it was a political book i was reading i forget where what the the author or what exactly the general gist of the book was but there was a whole subsection about the creators of facebook and twitter and, and and knowing and admitting to knowing the addictive depressing nature of social media what just what filters alone have done to to uh, exacerbate body dysmorphia. Yeah. And people look at these pictures and say, why don't I look that perfect? I will actually, before
1: I post something, I will go, is this me kind of waving it in somebody's face yeah. about what a great... Am
3: I a douche? Am I having...
1: You yeah. Know, I, I'm having a great time. I think this would be kind of fun to share. And then I'm like... Uh, am, am I coming off as, as, like, all I do is have a great time, and yeah. I have awesome, great toys, well, and have a lot of fun? Yeah, and, but but what do you and
7: do, your post, post a
2: crying picture?
3: What's that? I know,
1: right? Yeah. Because if what, you did it's, that, it's, people have done that.
2: We've torn them apart.
3: And what's your outlandish lifestyle? You live in Harleysville with your family? <laughs> yeah. I, hey, I just did an escape room. Sorry if that upsets you. <laughs> yeah. I have escape room money.
1: It's funny. Yeah, but, I,
3: you
4: know, I know what you're saying, though, and you, yeah. you don't... Uh, uh, Gonna you take don't it want to look po- it. Yeah, yeah. She don't I, look Listen, I, I post uh, my, my bedhead photos, and, and some people are like, dude, at least you have hair. You know? Really? <laughs> like, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, you, you, jerk. you jerk. <laughs> you jerk. Where did you get off hair. having hair? <laughs> <laughs>
1: So she continued by writing, there is nothing that I love more in this world than you and our family. Thank you for being on this journey with me. Uh, Journey. And for doing the work that it takes to make it so special. (laughs) Uh, My
3: sweetest husband, when you left your pregnant girlfriend, it was the greatest day of my life.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You're so awesome.
1: She said, may we continue growing together, Mm -hmm. walking side by side, supporting and loving one another for many years to
3: come. So having... these
4: guys are going to go the distance. <laughs> I think they're going to so, go the distance,
3: yeah. You uh, want to talk about having hamburger at home, right? Right? Yeah. Steak it up. Going out for
4: hot dogs. Right. Okay. Right. Without well, banging home. hot yeah. dogs. Honestly. When I have really old beef at home. You can't eat steak every single I mean, no. you can, but.
1: I have too many stories and not enough time here, so I'm going to have All to be right. nitpicky here about these last few. Let's go with this one, Steve. You'll, uh, this is sad, but you'll appreciate this. The creator of the Love Boat has passed away. Son of a bitch. Uh, what's his name? No, her name. Her name. What's is its G- name? <laughs> Geraldine Saunders. Uh, she created the oh, show. Did she write the book that it's she based wrote on? The book. Okay. Yep. She died Monday night at her home in Glendale from complications stemming from uh, kidney stone surgery. She was ninety-six, so she lived a great life. Holy hell! Uh, yeah, the Love Boat ran from nineteen seventy-seven to nineteen eighty-six. Was based on the non-fiction book Love Boats. Which she wrote by drawing on her experience as a cruise director. It
3: had like a subtitle, Confessions of a Something or Other, right? And no, it a was a cruise the, director, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, Geraldine was so happy this year
1: and was basking in the limelight of the celebrations of her 40th anniversary of her TV deal and the first episodes of Love Boat. And that's what killed her. Uh, no, it didn't kill oh, her. F- uh, it was a kidney surgery <laughs> thing. Oh, sorry. So, her uh,
3: joy actually landed. But, uh, man. 96. Talk about a guilty pleasure. It yeah. is the height of hokey television. Oh, yeah. The height. The height. But the great part is, is that every episode of Love Boat was a series of stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So each one which one was going to be worse. So and when it when it starts up my wife and I play a game which sub level star even for that time yeah. is on this episode of the Love Boat.
1: Yep. Yep. It is fun.
3: Uh, it's Dan Haggerty, Bert Condi, yeah, Florence Henderson, Charo, Charo, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and Ruth Charo. Buzzy.
4: I love the Charo. Yeah, Charo episodes.
3: Charo had a oh. recurring role. She was a ship she. <laughs> well, she stowed away <laughs> and then she became an entertainer. Sonny Bono. Sonny Bono Bob <laughs> um, Mackie. Uh. D Shaw.
1: <laughs> Bobby Short. <laughs> Elkie Summer.
3: Look, at these are the legitimate names here.
1: Yeah. Who was like a side player on the Carol Burnett show? Oh, like, Harry
3: uh, uh, no, not like, Harry Corman. Uh, like uh, a side side Lyle player. Lyle Wagner. That's it. Lyle God, like Wagner. Guy, Lyle <laughs> Wagner.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder, like... Oh. Bob I, Eck, he was on this
3: episode, Preston. He was the one who designed the clothing for Carol
4: Burnett. Oh, but God. as an actor back in the day, that, like, it was probably a real treat to be it was on. a hit. First yeah. off, it was an Aaron Spelling show. Mm-hmm. Top yeah. level. Yeah. Top yeah.
3: level yeah. with the, the way they treated the celebrities. A. B., it was good money, and it
4: was easy money. Okay. Yeah. Here's a dumb question. Yeah. But we're, okay. I they know weren't that really they, on a cruise ship. I know that they were on a set, but yeah. did. They right, did
3: shoot some. They did shoot in the initial seasons. They shot live footage on, right. on an actual ship out at sea. But the stars
1: and stuff, it, were never always they, always they the weren't set. out on the Lido deck, Yeah, you know, okay. so or at least outside. Um, I, I kind of like this idea. I'm not big on reboots. Um, but this is a really good movie. Fox Searchlight is lining up a reboot of Julia Roberts' nineteen
3: ninety one hit, "Sleeping with the Enemy." I liked that. I movie. did like that movie. Yeah, uh, and, and and actually, uh, Billy Campbell was you remember was the abusive husband. Yeah, and they could take it to another level
1: uh, with uh, you know now uh, today. I think. Do you remember
3: and, the thing with the uh, with the monogrammed uh, towels too? Yeah. That was all all this stuff. It was actually a, a, it was one of the first of those. Well, not one of the first, but one of the very memorable types of. You know, wife trying to get away from the husband yeah. thing.
1: Yeah, and she went to great lengths. You, yeah, know, yeah, remember, learned how to swim and all this stuff. She so built a robot of herself. She built that entire <laughs> robot, an and android, really.
3: Would you like some waffles?
1: Uh, yeah. No. Anyhow, Fox is uh, taking on, also taking on uh, James Corden's play, uh, which is One Man, Two Governors, uh, and plans to spin into a cinematic form. Uh, Damian Jones, the Iron Lady, is set to produce. No word yet on we can, when we can expect to see those. Uh, did I need to do anything else? This is stuff I can save for tomorrow. All right, know. we gotta yay. get to the point. Sorry, it's almost 10 7. So let's go. Whiskey Cavalier follows the adventures of an FBI agent and his new partner, a CIA operative, as they lead a team of spies together. They need to run some commercials for this
5: thing. Unbelievable! <laughs>
3: Every seven seconds,
1: uh, in this clip, Scott. Foley uh, clears up the confusion behind the title. Here we go. Every uh, operative, whether they're CIA or FBI, gets a, a code name, right? And, and usually their uh, code names are based off of their uh, first and last initials. So
4: the character I play is Will Chase. His code name is Whiskey Cavalier. Oh.
6: I don't. I don't want. I don't think I want to see it. <laughs> Steve, I'm with you 100 percent on this. It it might not even be that bad of a show. but no. just the inundation of commercials for it. But I guess they just they've spent so much money on production value and travel or whatever that they're they don't want to risk it. Yeah, they're putting a lot of eggs they're, in the they're, basket. They're going to shame
3: you into watching. I love her from The Walking Dead. Uh, who is it? I have uh...
6: It's Maggie.
3: Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, she's a stunner. Yeah. Um, notice how she hasn't. Not,
1: I listen. I don't. I don't watch a lot of of network television, so I haven't seen any. This of these, is Mr. and, and
3: Mrs. Smith. Every sort of uh, uh, it's it's um, uh, no. heart heart to heart. You know, the, uh, but they're 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 sort of contentious, but there's sexual tension. She's more of the. Um, emotionless, badass, and he's the one who has more feelings. He's FBI. She's CIA, just, I think. I'm just happy to see her cleaned up. Yeah. great. Uh, yeah. Instead
6: of The Walking Dead and yeah. looking all grungy for yeah. years. Preston, the, the, the hour of uh, Jeopardy into Wheel of Fortune every night, you'll get at least three or four of these commercials. Okay. All right,
3: just a quick thing, if I may jump in here quickly. Are you guys watching the uh, the Million Dollar Challenge? The Oh, uh, my God. How good is that? Oh, yeah, the Team Jeopardy thing? Yes. I
6: just I wish there was more Jeopardy. I, I don't like the reality show portion of it. I, I don't care about the interviews and getting to know what Ken Jeopardy has been up to for the last 10 years.
3: Yeah, but it is uh, is kind of a cool thing.
6: Well, the competition part of it's great.
1: All right, so Whiskey Cavalier premieres tonight,
6: by the way, on ABC. Let's
1: do the next clip. Here we go. And the wedding guest, uh, Dev Patel's character, uh, walks into the party armed with duct tape and a shotgun to kidnap the bride-to-be. In this clip, he talks about their guerrilla style of shooting. Guerrillas? How it gives the audience a fresh perspective. Here we go.
9: You can go in with these big juggernaut film crews and it, it stops you from really capturing the true essence of the places you're filming. in. you know, the way we filmed this, you know, there was no makeup artist running around. It was just me and Radhika in an environment. Michael was hidden and we're traveling on a coach or a train in character, doing, making that journey. So it, it feels really alive. Really? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wedding Guest opens on Friday. Uh, that's it. That's what I got for you. My God, it's almost quarter after. We got to take a break. Uh, we'll come back in a moment. Uh, we have a lot of stuff happening. We have an announcement to make today. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day. We got a bunch of movie screening passes. We'll get to all that stuff in just a second. Stay with us. We'll be back shortly. 93.3 WMMR. Online,
5: on demand, on demand
1: and on YouTube.
0: Including our digital HD signal. The best sounding MMR there is. WMMR HD. And HD2. The MM Archives Channel.
1: Oh, yeah. uh thank you kathy so this story yesterday came to a close i don't know if you guys caught this in oregon there was a train yeah uh that was stuck for more than 36 hours and kind of like in the middle of nowhere yes right? and people couldn't get off the
2: train oh they couldn't get off
3: no they couldn't
1: get off oh, they God. weren't
3: allowed they, they, they weren't letting them get off they were well, in the middle of nowhere. Oh, no, you could.
1: If, if you wanted to get off, you could have. But they said
3: the snow was too,
1: it was way oh, too wow. much. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't
4: get where you
1: needed to It wasn't going
2: to gonna help you if you got off. Exactly.
4: <laughs> where are you going to go? Right, yeah, So exactly. it, This isn't a crowded train where people were standing and stuff like that, right? Everybody had a seat?
3: This is one of these type of uh, scenic trains where there's a lot of yep. the uh, the windows, you know, the seats face out to these uh, at the top. They had these, like, a viewing area and all okay. that stuff.
2: So I guess they had food on board as well. Yeah, yep, they
3: did. But they were uh, they were going from
1: uh, Eugene, Oregon to Los Angeles. So uh, you oh, know, wow. there were about two hundred people on board, mm-hmm. and there was a, a, a tree and snow and all that stuff, and the train got stuck, and they had to wait. They had to sit there for thirty six hours. They had power, they had food, they had things Eugene. like that. But if you've ever been in a in a non moving <sighs> situation uh, for you know
3: you've just been stuck tarmac, it's Sucks. It's horrible. It is. You get.
2: You become best friends with people around you. Or or
4: Mm -hmm. bitter enemies. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Because every little thing starts to
4: agitate you. I mean, it wasn't 36 hours, but when I was in Paris, it was me and my cousins and we were on a subway train and it got held up. In the middle of a tunnel, and I was, and it was crowded, like really. And I started bugging a, a little bit. Did you? Had it gone? And how long? It, how long before you started bugging? Oh, it was like just like five minutes or whatever. But you, but start, I didn't, you started to get that that quickly. I didn't know how long it was gonna go right, for, right and it was really crowded. And so I started having to do like little breathing techniques to like calm myself down. Really? See, and yeah. Not like I think my cousin was worse. Yeah. But and like you know because you're in a tunnel well and so it started getting more I I felt the tension in the air right so I was like you know what I'm just not going to be I'm not going to participate in this tension so let me just kind of like remove myself (laughs) close my eyes let's breathe a little bit Right, and that's kind of where I was trying to get to because I didn't want to bug it out. You know? Well, and
2: you do, you start to like think. My mm-hmm. brother, it does not do good on uh, planes. He hates flying, but mm-hmm. uh, he did fly, and he was actually with Dennis, the, and they got stuck on the plane uh, in Chicago for hours i think it was 12 hours something like that Twelve this was, hours
3: on the tarmac this
2: was years ago it was actually wow. for dennis's bachelor party it was years ago so it was before they had those rules in place where there <laughs> could only be a certain amount of time All right so they were on there and they they became friends with the girls in front of them who gave them tra- uh, treats and snacks she had, they, she had a whole um, backpack filled with snacks fortunately yeah. um, but my brother started to he doesn't like to fly anyway so he started to like think i guess and mind you this was at the end of the bachelor party they were probably all so so hungover, yeah. um <laughs> yeah. and he he started to like almost pass out he was like i think i'm gonna pass out he just started like thinking about everything and he was gonna get off of the plane and just get on uh get on a new one but after 12 hours it had they finally came with like good news and he's like all right i'll stay so
6: only four more hours Right. At the end of the twelve hours, like hours. <laughs> uh, so with this train in Oregon, um, th- were there any like emergencies, or they needed to no. get people to? Uh, that's Every- everybody's fine. Nobody got
1: hurt, and in fact, a lot of the passengers said it was actually it wasn't that bad. They played cards. A kid had a ukulele. They played some music. And the staff
3: they got say dance. Professional. And, they were they,
1: they were good. And they said the staff was was all very very nice to them and everything. And they had they had power and food and heat, uh, but they were they were about to run out of power.
3: <clears throat> I'm sorry, food. Um, but, but that panic that to hear that that panic like mm-hmm. you had in just a few minutes it start to think about that stuff uh i've seen people start to wig out you know and it uh there's nothing you can do no. you know so it's like, the, like the people lifeboats pressed to the, the first guy i've got to get out of here oh, I you know, know? Yeah. i'm going to drink <laughs> the water yep yep
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. i i think the longest i've ever sat uh and and for me it's so incredibly frustrating talking about being on a plane and yeah. sitting on the tarmac is when you've actually pulled up to the gate. You're there. Yeah. You are there. We sat there for three hours one time. No. Here in Philadelphia. Because there was no one at the gate that was available to
3: deplane. And I, I'm just, I'm
2: sitting there for we'll find three right.
3: hours, man. Dennis Miller has a good bit about this where he talks about, what, are we a surprise? Yeah. Were well, you not expecting us? Yeah. 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 <laughs> what, are, do we, sorry we showed up unannounced. Yeah.
1: No, and, and nothing, zero entertainment. This was pre smartphones, oh. so you didn't oh, have anything to at least kill some time with. Yeah. You know, yeah. A game or whatever, or watch it. You know, at that point, maybe you could get a Wi Fi signal and you could watch a movie or something at least, but nothing. Just sitting there and waiting and waiting, waiting, and it sucks. Oh. And then I start to feel like little parts of my body that feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. It makes
3: it worse, uh, uh, you yeah. know? And it pins and needles, and then you start tugging on your, your collar. I uh, breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but I've never been in like Casey you said it was a crowded train you it was a in.
4: crowded subway train Yes, okay. I mean and we were standing you
3: know
1: I nuts think it to was,
4: butts mm, yes, yeah, you know nuts. unfortunately and in yeah. some
3: cases nuts to nuts <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> there was a little talking going on <laughs> I probably if I were sitting down it would be a different story i I wouldn't be tip in to a tip <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah uh let me get take some calls i'm going to go to Patrick Hi Patrick good morning
10: hey, good morning. how are you guys doing?
1: good what's up Pat
10: uh, I have been in this situation more times than I can count. Yep. Uh, I've been stuck on trains for hours like in a tunnel. Oh, uh, no. like what you were talking about, that's the worst. When you have nothing to look out at and you're just staring into blackness, that is the most
11: that that is the worst
3: feeling. Let me ask uh, you something Patrick, when you're on the train sometimes and I was I was on the uh Long Island uh, uh I was actually in the subway in the city and uh heading into Penn Station and it stopped and the lights went off in the train, and we were in a dark tunnel for a while. Uh, did you have that occur to you I fairly had, often? I've
10: never had that happen. Yeah. I've been on, I've been on a plane um, where we've gotten stuck on the tarmac, and they've turned the lights off there. And that was something like 10, 11 o'clock at night. Uh, so that was definitely dark. And you're just looking out at the, at, a, <laughs> at the airport. That was insane.
3: Like you can walk. You can walk to the freaking airport.
6: Yeah.
11: I would have loved to. I think
6: that was something like three, four hours. Jeez, oh. I got stuck in a subway one time, and and we uh, they made us get off the train, and it was in between stops. It was here in Philadelphia, and it you was, were in the tunnel. It was in the tunnel, and the the subway car was just not going anywhere, and huh. it, it was it was a little weird and scary because you'd love to have had that happen, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Patrick's all for that. Thanks, yeah.
1: Patrick. I was uh, Rochelle and I took the train up to Boston uh, one time, and we actually we had to stop. To pick up other passengers that were on a train. What is that, like a bus that got? No, no. But but they. Um, we had to stop in the middle of. I mean, not at a. Not at a. Uh, uh, at a station. We just stopped in the middle of the track to pick up passengers. From a train that oh. had gotten
3: stuck. I thought people were like train hiking. So they all doubled into our
1: oh, train and it was like standing room only. But we were like the, we were the lifeboat. Yeah. You were
3: the lifeboat train. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then, so you just stopped in the middle of a, like a field.
1: Yeah, They, they made an announcement. They are like, ladies and gentlemen, we have to unfortunately have a, you know, an unscheduled stop. Uh, there's a train that's, uh, that's, you know, either lost power or whatever it is. And we have to pick up the passengers. Wow. Something. I had no idea that that ever is done. But sure enough, that's what we had to do. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me go to Dave. Hey, Dave, good morning.
11: Hey, good morning, gang. Hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, similar to you, Preston, but the other way around. Flying from PHL, Philadelphia, to Florida. Okay. We pulled away from the gate. But we, we could see the gate. And they stopped the plane and held us there. And held us there for close to three hours.
3: So, three hours. That's Did annoying. Now you, so, so, what'd you do to kill the time?
11: Nothing. There was nothing to, you know, read a magazine. That was about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Watch the time that I was supposed to land in Florida come and go. As we're sitting in Philadelphia, yeah, okay.
1: yeah, because that's a two and a half hour flight.
11: Right, <laughs> you would have been in Florida. Florida.
3: Let me ask you, how would you have uh, how boy. would you have fared with Kathy's brother uh, situation? Twelve <laughs> hours.
11: I, I don't. I, I wouldn't have made it. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah that's
1: nuts.
11: I, I wouldn't have made it. But can I give you the tickets and all? Sure, sure. The captain co- almost three hours. The captain comes over to the intercom and says. Hospitality services cannot bring us ice. Does anyone care if we fly to Florida without ice?
1: Anywhere? Can't,
3: wait, does anyone care yeah. if we fly to the Florida,
11: Florida without, without ice? They right. could not get ice to the plane for drinks.
3: My no, refrigerator makes water. ice, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not a uh, Boeing, you know, jet. Yeah, yeah. No. it was a small plane. Uh, it's just, <laughs> a, just amazing, yeah, yeah. all, all right,
1: those thanks, weird David. things. You know what you have to be careful of is uh, if you have a bunch of smokers on the flight, and they're not allowed to be left alone oh, yeah. for several
2: hours. Those are... That's who gets irritated. <laughs> yeah. Break
1: <laughs> the F out. That would be my sister. I have to smoke. You have to open the door. You don't understand. Mm-hmm. I have to get out and smoke right now or else I'm going to have it, you know. What does happen to those?
4: Well, there's nothing it, you can I mean, do. It, buy some Nicorette. It, it? This is what you should do. Go buy a whole bunch of Nicorette gum just on the off chance that you're going <laughs> to yeah. be stuck somewhere totally. where you can't smoke.
3: Okay. I was on the tarmac for... Uh, um, was on the tarmac probably the, the longest would have been about four hours one time and that was that was fairly nightmarish what sort of a worse situation is you're waiting for your flight and uh w- there was a, there was a mechanical issue another plane is coming so the other plane comes there was a problem with the windshield. Uh-huh. Another, and, and this it, is
1: all the signs that you should leave
3: the airport leave. right now. Just leave. It's not. And, I, and I'm And i like, oh, my God. And eventually, of course, they canceled the flight after yeah. about eight, nine hours in the airport. Oh, no Hooray. way.
4: Oh, yes oh, way. It was oh, horrible. Sucks. Yeah, I didn't. I, I had a uh, flight cancel on me while I was at the Logan International. Just coming back to Philadelphia. It's a 45-minute yeah. flight. And I said, you know what? This is God doesn't want me on a plane today. So I ran in a car and,
3: and drove. And did it. And I'd rather back, it yeah. be moving, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Harder for transatlantic flights.
1: Uh, let me go to.
3: I have uh, Elliot
1: on the line. Hey, Elliot. Good morning.
12: Hey, good morning. Uh, as of our rocks.
1: Oh, thanks. Very cool. Appreciate it. What's your story, man?
12: So I was on a I was on a flight uh, in Philadelphia Airport going down to Florida, and we were and uh, we were. And, um, yeah, we were we were headed down, and it, we went through a deicer because it was in the, it was in like April of 2018. It was like a freak ice storm, right? And we went to the de-icer about four times, and it was crazy because we we ended up sitting in the plane for about five hours. We get released back into the airport, and then we then we come out. All these pl- planes that we're going to head down to Florida are like in the airport, just waiting and everything like this, and then. Um, they combined like five flights worth of people, like the people that held out, and then they were waiting on a. Uh, they were waiting on the uh, co-pilot, so they combined all these flights, and then we finally headed out. We had to wait two hours to get them through the de-icer, and then a two and a half hour flight. It was, I think, overall, it was about thirteen hours. So <laughs> oh thirteen God. hours for a two-hour hey, flight. The- for it To the time I was supposed, I, I actually landed.
1: Elliot, I don't think I've ever been on a plane that needs to be de-iced before. What do they? What do they do? They drive it through like a giant microwave oven, or did, what?
12: Well, well, so 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 they basically like queue up all these things, and then they just spray it down with I guess like this salty mixture.
6: Yeah, like that. yeah. I remember, at, at Elliot, I was Thanks. flying home from Detroit one time. Doesn't it smell kind of weird too?
12: Uh, I I, I not I didn't really notice much of the smell, but dude. So get this. All of my buddies had, all my buddies had like the the new iPhone that had come out, iTouches and all this (laughs) stuff. Oh, dude, I had nothing. I had absolutely nothing. I just had, I I didn't even have a book. So I'm sitting there the entire time with nothing to read. I must have read through like the manual, (laughs) like you know, like the safety, yeah, 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 the safety, like like (laughs) twenty times and all that stuff. I'm trying to make conversation with people. Everybody's like. So well, I,
3: I, I tell you what. To, to that matter, it becomes a lot more endurable now. You know, uh, with with iPads and with your own yeah. personal device, at Thanks, least you man. can suffer a little bit less yeah. when you have that stuff. I'm, I like Casey and I have traveled a few times uh,
1: together, and uh, I, I come supplied, and so do you. Yes, I do. You just don't know. I've got snacks. I've got little treats. Got, got something. Activities? I have not only will I have what my activities. Not only will I have my phone uh, to uh, entertain myself with either you know games or whatever it may be, but I make sure I bring something, uh, a hard copy of something to read. Yep. As well. I'll bring either a book or magazines or something like that because yep. crap like this happens, man. But if you're on a train for 36 hours, you're going to run out of that pretty quickly. I don't quickly. care how
3: good the ukulele kid is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: In stop fact, it. One of the one of the the passengers said, uh, with the help of heat, power, and food, a passenger said the the mood on board had remained surprisingly upbeat. Uh, this uh, person said, uh, it's just been like a giant kumbaya party. Do you know what
3: I would do, I honestly? Kumbaya. Without with yeah, exactly. Huh without the passenger's knowledge and maybe they do have this at Amtrak have some sort of laughing gas that they can subtly <laughs> pump into the train in case it does you know who would know if you if you had just a very light mixture uh they said uh, that a
1: teenager played his ukulele to get kids stop it uh, to kids to get them to sleep Ladies who had never met before were dancing in the aisles. Uh, She said the hardship had been stressful because passengers could not go anywhere. The stranded train was surrounded by feet of snow. And the highway that they could see was shut down, so like there weren't even cars oh, driving wow. by. It well, was
3: desolate. Was there a, a, tree, a tree had come down on the tracks. Right, that's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good question.
2: Because maybe that's why the ladies were dancing. Maybe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I, I, I,
3: I, and, and by the way, it shifted to full
6: blown lesbian stuff. <laughs>
3: yeah. Do those do those have sleeper cars? Those um
6: some of them do, but yeah. I've had uh, the the bar car on the Amtrak. They got booze, so you, yeah. Can, yeah. Go, you can go get uh, you know go get a drink or whatever. And okay. it's actually I, like I've done the Amtrak from. Philly to D.C. many times.
3: I love it. You know what, though? It's it's expensive. It's far more expensive than you would. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be cheaper than air travel. No. Have you guys done the,
1: have have you uh, stayed in a a sleeper car or a car with berths or anything? No.
6: Not in the U.S., but I have in, in Europe. Okay, uh, I got the URL pass when I when I studied abroad, and uh, it was like six hundred dollars for the whole semester. You could go anywhere in Europe that URL went. Could you sleep in it? You could sleep in it. it's comfortable? It's it's a luxurious, fantastic way that you really go, go to. Oh my god, yes, yeah. You 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 go to the Paris train station. You go to bed. You wake up in Munich. You know, it, it's just such a great way to travel. I, I can't recommend it more highly.
3: <laughs> the plane, the rail, the, the, the railroad car just stays there, and they move all the props. In the city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> we can we in. Yeah. I've I've thought about doing that about
1: an, an American uh, train. My cousin trip. did it, yeah? yeah,
4: and it's so funny. He he's just he's such a fun guy. He just always wanted to do it. So I think the Phils are playing. At Wrigley, and he's like, I, "This is this is the one. I'm I, I'm going to take a sleeper car from Philly to to Chicago. And and I they have one that I would love to do that goes from like Chicago to you could do like a a train vacation yeah through like Montana and all oh, that sure. stuff. Yeah, yeah if they- you
3: have those 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 um, special viewing areas, to mm-hmm. me that would be worth it, where you can see some scenery that you can only see from you know. Uh, the, the rail system, yeah. like, even highways don't even pierce that 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 far in. I think to me that's very enticing. I was present for the longest time flirting with the notion of doing this. I think it's called the Flying Scotsman or the Royal Scotsman. The Royal Scotsman, yeah. And it is a uh, it's a train that goes through you know the uh, uh, the very rural areas of Scotland and it's very rustic, scenic. And yeah. it's one of these hmm. Murder on the Orient Express sort of old style Real full beautiful.
6: cabins. And and do you, you remember know, how much it cost? It was about a billion dollars. Yeah, no, it, huh? I think it's about. I'm not. I think it's about twenty five thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. I know that there are
1: that there are train lines like that in the U S. that can get you into areas where you can't travel other than by train, and so you're seeing completely undisturbed country other than the the tracks. Yes. You know, but but it's uh it's absolutely nature at its best, and I'd like to do that. I took if a I have I, the time.
3: So part of the I, I took the cruise through Alaska uh, with my wife, and uh, it was our unofficial uh, honeymoon. And there was a train ride that you took through parts of the old uh, silver mining areas. Uh, yeah. And it was amazing. Press, there's no roads there. You would never see that unless you're on a train. Yeah. And to see that stuff is just sensational. Yeah. And falling asleep in a train car like a berth. I fall asleep sitting up in a train. It's so relaxing. That that, yep. that rocking. That slight rocking. I don't think I'd do have that. any trouble. Yeah. So, well, anyhow, these guys were stuck for
1: 36 hours, more than 36 hours.
3: But there was a ukulele
1: player. <laughs> so thank God for that. But then
3: they had He was to, just learning. I, I don't know if they ever
1: got to their destination. I don't think they did. And they had to turn around and go back. And... They
3: all did, but the ukulele player never made it. Oh,
5: <laughs>
1: It was He was the one victim of the <laughs> One fatality. Thing. Sorry, we had to we, kill the ukulele. That's their
3: murder on the Orange Express. <laughs> we found him with the ukulele shoved up his
1: ass. Well, they finally got a move. They had to send another, uh, basically another train to tow them out of there, another yeah. engine. And they had to, they would only go a few hundred yards and then they had to stop because they had to manually throw the switches on the tracks. Uh, it was just a, a thing wow. they had to do and it took them forever to get back, for, apparently. So <laughs> So that kind of sucks, but they're done, and they've got a story to tell now. Hmm. All right, we need to take a break. Not before we give you a story to tell. That is that you'll be one of the first people to see the movie Captain Marvel. Whoa! Yeah, and you'll be able to tell people before it opens how great it was, or if you didn't like it, whatever it may be. It's going to be great. We have a screening of the film, and it is Tuesday at the Regal Warrington. And it will be at seven thirty. You'll need to be there by seven o'clock. So let's take five callers and set you up for free right now. Two one five two six three W M M R's number. We're gonna take a break, come back in a second. Bizarre file, we're gonna go live on Fox Good Day. Maybe we'll have our announcement. Maybe we should do that. Yeah, I think so. We'll come back with the information on that announcement too. Stay with (laughs) us, we'll be right back.
13: MMR rocks Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic 2019, presented by Captain Morgan Original Spice Run. A gigantic 18-foot-tall R2-D2 is coming down. The giant hoagie has come down. There have to be 20 people inside that thing. Join the party Friday, March 1st at Jack Frost Mountain, where the snow comes first. This is like Mummers on Acid. Mummers on Acid on Snow. It's a spectacle on snow where everyone has a blast. Amazing cardboard creations, thrilling runs, and epic fails. Be a part of the gallery up and down the tubing hill. There hour. are people falling on top of each it's other. Complete pandemonium! Hit the slopes on the cheap with the MMR VIP lift ticket special. Just $20 available until noon on February 27th, or while supplies last. Details at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic 2019 at Jack Frost Mountain.
10: Presented by Captain Morgan, Original Spice Rum.
0: Live like a captain. Join the group. And sponsored by Sprint and J.P. Mascaro and Sons.
13: 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
1: We've got about two minutes till we do this. You wanna make the announcement now? Sure. Yeah. We c- we sure. Can. Yeah. I think we have enough, but or, well, you know what? No. 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 I, I, wanna, no. I wanna spit I don't want to be pushed. I d I don't wanna be um Sure. Rush on this. Yeah. Thank you very much. Not pushed, rushed. <laughs> don't,
3: stop pushing me. Stop pushing. Uh so I wanna get your shoe Uh
1: because I wanna I wanna spell out all the details and talk a little bit about um. How much fun this is going to be so we'll do the we'll do the announcement in just a little while, but in the meantime, I can find some other things to talk about. I know we're going to talk uh cardboard classic uh, with our friends over at uh fox twenty nine in just a moment or two, so we will get to that in just a little bit
3: uh what why is- don't you say the names of the show members I- <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
4: I'm just trying to buy a little time to stretch it out a little bit. You're talking about Casey's Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Live commercial. Hey, that's 60 it worked. seconds of copy. It worked. 20
6: seconds. That's Casey of the President and Steve show. Casey Boy. Casey the Boy. The, right, yeah. Well, Casey Kay, Boy Foster. Here,
1: here's what I'll let you know about. We do have for our Word of the Week prize this week, because I haven't mentioned that yet this morning, we do have four tickets to see WWE live Saturday night at the Hard Rock in AC. And we'll also set you up with two hotel rooms for the night. And what's cool is that that Friday night, um, which we're not giving you tickets. You could go to this, but we're doing the we're doing Saturday with the with the full event. But Hulk Hogan and Rick Flair are gonna be uh, at the Hard Rock, and they're going to be just talking WWE. That, would that be- is,
3: uh, honestly, from a yeah. fan's perspective, that is yeah. a, uh, that's a that's a pretty cool experience.
1: Yeah, and I, I would imagine people are going to bring up uh, Chris Hemsworth to uh, Hulk yeah. Hogan because he's going to be playing Hulk Hogan in this movie, supposedly. I wonder who's going to be playing Ric Flair. Ric Flair could have a movie just about him. Yeah. He, he absolutely could. He, he didn't quite hit the... The level of, of fame that that Hulk did, but he's certainly one of the biggest ever in you know, that world. If
3: he were to put on some more weight, Bill Weston could play Ric Flair. <laughs> oh my God! With the hair, yeah. You mean <laughs> woo. <laughs> woo, 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 woo? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, and you know I'm what? Re- like. I'm going to wrestle you now.
1: One of his signature moves would be like the third leg of the stool. <laughs> yeah.
3: Third leg of the stool, I call this low hanging
1: fruit. Bill, throw the barn door at him. <laughs> I tug on your testicles. Ooh. All right, we're going live on Fox. Good day. Good job killing time there, folks. Here We did it. Here we go. Oh. Hello. Listeners of Preston and Steve. Hello, Preston and Steve. Hello, the crew <laughs> over there. Good morning, morning, Mike and Alex. <laughs>
3: Hello. And One of our Fox favorite 29. events is Friday,
1: the Cardboard Classic. Uh, got anything new this year, Preston? Uh, uh, Everything Tons new. of I things. Mean, well, we, we rely on the creativity of the of our listeners and the sure. participants of the Cardboard Classic, and they always come up with new stuff, things that we hadn't expected. So we don't know. I mean, I do have a list of the names of the Yes, sleds Give here. them some. Um, right. But uh, we don't know what they're going to be like until we see them. So we have uh, cats on Roombas, <laughs> which imagine, and these are huge, <laughs> these are huge yeah. I would imagine, they would be made. Uh, there's the uh, a wedding chapel. Apparently, oh my God. a couple yeah. is going to get married on the way down the slope. They have <laughs> oh, wow. someone yeah, that they are going to say their I do's and kiss on the way down, down. the slope. Yeah, and, and it's and an nearby. actual chapel that's coming down. Uh, we have the uh, the Christmas vacation station wagon with Christmas tree on top. The Go Big or Go Home roller coaster. Yeah, uh, there's one called Go Ninja Go Ninja Go. Uh, there's the the tiki bar. The the uh, yeah tiki e full course.
3: tiki bar. And plus we have also a, a, we have a different categories for the for the various contests. And one yeah. of them is most epic fail. Yes, we're looking forward to that because year after year it's, they oh. they do
1: crumble and fall apart. Yeah. We've never given an award for that, so we'll have uh, we'll have the biggest fail. And for those who don't know. Uh, the sleds are only made from cardboard, cardboard, string,
3: glue, tape, and paint. That's
1: it. That's, That's it. it. Yep. Nothing
6: else. And but, I mean, they're phenomenal oh, yeah. what
3: these guys put phenomenal. together, guys and girls.
6: Yep. Do you mind if we have this live on our air? Can we take a camera again this year?
3: We we love it. And, in fact, uh, we, we hope uh,
6: a, a little <laughs> tiny, spitfire a tiny little will, be will be up there with us. <laughs> tiny
2: little reporter. Yeah,
6: yeah. She's well, she obsessed. has a bone to pick with Preston because. What? Sure does. She said she Ooh. successfully ri- rode a headless horseman down, and you said you'd wash her car, and then you never did. What?
2: Whoa. What is this? Yeah, there was a little ago. bet. Preston <sighs> said there was you no way she that? was going to make it down, but she did end up making it down.
3: Now, in 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 so in deference to Preston, it appears that Jen is back huffing paint. So uh, I think that. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I'll yeah. make yeah. good
1: on that. Let me get a, a decent weather day. I'll go. All right. I'll wash her car, For but her. you have to okay. do it in in,
3: uh, in boy shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: wear a <laughs> oh <my> speedo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see you
6: guys Friday morning then. Awesome. Yay! Thanks, guys. Jack Frost Mountain. Details, WMMR.com.
1: All right. So, uh, yeah, that's clearly we're we're so stoked about this year. I can't wait
3: to see. Well, it's also, it's also sort of a make-up on last year. Listen, I am glad we were a part of what is cardboard classic legend. It was legend because that we we managed to live. That's what made it the legend from last year. But this year, I'm loving to get back to the creativity and yep. the awesome – uh, stuff that uh, these these people you bring out to the uh, to the function. It's going to be great.
2: Remember, we said if they couldn't um, come up to kind of if they could to keep their sleds. I wonder if anybody kept it from they last did. year. Oh, they absolutely did. And well, they're coming up this year.
1: Tiki East did. They, they, they did. Okay. They ended up. Uh, they they saw that the weather was just not going to be cooperative, so they hung, they hung on to it. we actually saw it over the summertime. They <laughs> yeah. brought it out to Sequoia Outback. Oh, that's right. And displayed oh, it because they stored right. yes. it for them. And it's badass. So we're looking forward to that. But here's a couple I didn't see uh, on the list. Uh, put a cork in it. Uh, here's one that's called a uh, Maltby Argyle Airline. I don't know what that means. Ah. Whack a mole. Oh, I love whack a mole. I would imagine the moles will be human People. beings. Yeah. Uh, here's one called uh, Can't Get to Heaven on the Frankfurt L. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's a line from uh, a Hooters song.
6: Oh! That's cool. I wonder if it'll be a Hooters tribute. That's,
1: nice. Yeah, that's neat. Uh, here's a Star Wars-themed uh, one called Boba Fast. Boba <laughs> Fast! Should be cool. Uh, the Titanic, somebody's doing that. That should be pretty amazing. Somebody's, uh has a, a kit, K-I-T-T. You
3: know what, Preston? I'm watching footage from last year, and it's, it's laughable how outlandishly stormy it was. But even amidst all of that horrible weather, there were still some amazing sleds that came down
4: and made the full run. It was just like a little disappointing because last year was the year after the Eagles won the I Super Bowl, know. and you know it's a couple of Lombardi trophies and stuff like that that just didn't. And a full blown bird bite, you remember yeah. that came down? Yes, That's yeah, right.
1: There's uh, Snoopy's doghouse. There's uh, Dan's rowdy raiders, the sauce sled,
3: the speed machine, the meat mobile. Don't you love these people who put? I've been following a lot of them. Marissa's been really good with getting a lot of stuff on social media that you know uh, they're they're tweeting out. And seeing um, the construction process, so they'll show you a couple of pictures, but nobody, I haven't seen any completed anything yet because everyone's waiting for the big reveal on Friday. Here's one called the Mauve Avenger, (laughs) Uh,
1: Pac-Man Fever, Flintstones, the Wheelbarrow, there's all kinds of good stuff, so... Uh, it's going to happen, and hopefully you'll be there. So this Friday, we're looking forward to it. Let's do the bizarre file and then our announcement. Yeah. Okay. No. WMMR presents
0: bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre. bizarre File. Yeah.
1: All right, and uh, this morning it is brought to you by Jack Frost Peak Boulder Ski Areas. Mark a calendar for the presidency of Cardboard Classic this Friday, March 1st. Jack Frost, we were just talking about that. Uh WMR dot com to grab your lift tickets and uh they're just twenty dollars. Well, people usually dip chips in salsa. A Maryville man had another idea. Howard Matthew Webb is accused of placing his testicles in a salsa container why? Why? that was then delivered to a low-tipping customer why? last
3: month. Oh, okay, that's why, Kathy.
5: Yeah, Police you.
1: Arrest- I wonder
3: how that would feel, though.
1: Police arrested Webb on Friday on a charge of adulteration, adulteration of food, liquids, or pharmaceuticals, a Class C felony.
3: So they don't specifically say out dipping your junk in salsa. Uh, the
1: woman who received the salsa... Uh, had ordered her food from a local Mexican restaurant through Dinner Delivered.
3: just wanted to call and say that salsa tasted extraordinary today. Uh,
1: The Dinner (laughs) Delivered is an online food delivery service. Webb was a passenger in a vehicle driven by an independent contractor who worked for Dinner Delivered. After the pair picked up the food from the restaurant, they made a video. Webb produced a video showing Webb placing his testicles in a salsa container oh. and the driver is heard laughing and saying this is what you get when you give an 89-cent <laughs> tip from an almost 30-minute drive. Webb is heard saying, oh, oh it feels good. Right. The 14-second clip made the rounds on Facebook, racking up hundreds of shares. Police
3: opened an investigation after dinner delivered contacted them about the video. Why would you even think that somebody was not going to report you for that? That goes out to your Facebook friends.
1: The driver has not been charged, but the investigation is ongoing. Uh, Webb was not affiliated with the drive- delivery service of the restaurant. It's unclear why he was in the vehicle in the first place. Uh, the driver worked for dinner delivered since November. She is now out of a job and will never try for dinner delivered again. This guy could face a $45,000 fine and some jail time
3: as By the well. way, I use these food services all the time, yeah. and uh, I, I, I tip well, and I've never tasted ball sack in any <laughs> of my food.
4: But they knew ahead of time that the tip was so low, and that's why they... Uh... Yes, you can, you, you'll know ahead of time what the tip is going to be because you, you pre-tip. Oh, okay. Yes.
1: Uh, there's little you can imagine that is uh, more pet- or patronizing than a grown-ass woman lawyer being told that she's, quote, a little girl who doesn't know how to act like a young lady. <laughs> but that's exactly what an ethics complaint alleges happened to Michigan prosecutor Heather Washington. It was an interaction that Washington had with another attorney, Clifford Woodards II, that the complaint alleges went off the rails. Uh, Washington told Woodards that she couldn't offer his client a plea deal on a traffic violation without seeing the client's driving record first. Woodards allegedly became aggressive with Washington, citing his additional years of experience and telling the prosecutor that she needed to, quote, know her place. As he was leaving the office, Woodard said something to the effect of, these kids think they know everything and always want to argue with people. Woodard's in return and pointed a finger in the prosecutor's face. He said something to the effect of, little girl. Don't talk to me and move out of my face. You need to back up, little girl, and know your place. Wow. He's telling a prosecutor this. Oh, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) (inaudible) 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 I can't hear you. I can't hear you. He also allegedly said the prosecutor doesn't know how to act like a young lady (inaudible) acting immature. A supervisor heard raised voices, entered the office, and separated Woodards and the prosecutor not content uh, to... He's staring at me. Let the interaction end there. Woodards took to Facebook for additional commentary, blaming Washington for the blow-up, saying she went straight into rat mode. He stepped into my personal space and derisively started waving papers directly in my face. Rat mode. Mm-hmm. And, uh, by the way, this isn't the first time this guy has been calling uh, people names. Uh, he told a probation officer that she had, quote, angry black woman syndrome. You have angry black woman and syndrome? That's why you don't have a husband. Yeah.
5: Mm.
1: Sounds like a sweetheart. He's going to get a talking to. Him. Uh, one more story. Yeah. It's a short one because we have guests that don't have much time that are following up. And in fact, we're probably going to have to move our announcement, I yeah, guess. Yeah, no, that's okay. Oh, damn it. I'm sorry. A woman. We'll
3: blame it on our guests. Is
1: reportedly <laughs> trying to find a designer who will make her handbag out of her own skin from her amputated leg. Oh wow.
5: my! Yikes!
1: Uh, Joan from Manchester, England, is said to have posted the uh, the bizarre request online called "My Leg Handbag." The 55-year-old revealed that she had uh, peripheral arterial disease and it was looking very likely that she was going to have her own lower left leg amputated. But rather than say goodbye to her limb forever, she wanted to turn it into a purse. She posted a request online on Soport. Reaching out to designers through the custom clothing platform who might be willing to take on the project, which she's budgeted at about $3,900. I wouldn't do that. I'd take the leg and turn it into an umbrella stand. She said, I was reading about the human waste scandal where they just dump body parts into rot, and I don't want that to happen to me. So after chatting about a uh, leather with a friend, she had a light bulb moment. said, can I use my amputated leg to create something beautiful and useful? And after discussing with the hospital whether she could keep the leg, the reaction has been positive. So Joan is trying to find someone who will take on the job. Uh, so far, nobody has said that they will do it. You yet. would think that's illegal, right? Uh, well, she's finding out if she
3: can keep yeah, the body yeah, yeah, part. Yeah. So, What about like a real leg lamp, though? That would be cool. Yeah. That'd be very cool and touching for the holidays. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> see that sexy leg
1: lamp? That's my leg. Uh, she is not gonna. She's she's gonna try to have it done. I don't know if it is going to take place or not. But she wants to make a purse out of her leg. Wild amputated leg. And there you go. That's uh, the bizarre file for you. So we've moved things. Yeah, yeah, cuz these guys
4: got to be out of here in 10 minutes. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. So, we're going to we're going to skip our announcement and we're going to welcome two guests uh to the show because Very nice. the union is getting their season underway. The home opener is on Saturday, man. This is
3: very exciting. It is.
1: So, I'm going to do my best here uh because we haven't met these guys before. Welcome. Thanks for coming this morning. Uh we have Matt Freeze, he who is here from the union and Fafa Pico. Yes. There all we right? go about nice. that? Gentlemen, welcome. Thanks for being here.
8: Thank you for having
1: us. Our pleasure. Us. Uh, you sound really excited to be
8: here. <laughs> I'm excited. Very, <laughs> go.
1: good. Go. Now, you guys are getting ready. You have practice in a little while, don't you? Yeah, yes,
5: yeah,
3: yeah. Okay. How long does practice go for usually?
8: Uh,
3: uh, an hour to Okay. You're, you're looking at almost 60 minutes of work coming up quite
9: shortly. <laughs> yeah, 60, <laughs> yeah, 60
8: to 120. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay.
9: No, that's cool. How are you guys feeling about everything kicking in? Um, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Um, yeah, It's my first season with the team, so uh, definitely looking forward to the season opener on Saturday. Where'd you go to high school? Uh, I went to high school at Episcopal Academy. Okay, yeah, and you grew up in Wayne, right? Yeah. Nice, so did
6: you grow up going to a lot of Union games?
9: Yeah, um, I grew up going to Union games since I can remember. I was at the, uh was at the first ever game, um, and then pretty much went every season. That's got to be wild, man. I mean, you you
6: watch this team growing up, and now you're playing for them. And 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 the the stadium,
3: the whole thing, the whole energy, you know, the fan base – it's really a well. A fafa is Fafa the appropriate way, or is it Fafa? Or
8: Fafa's cool. Okay. A Fafa cool. Okay, Fafa. There we go. Okay.
3: I like better. that better. Yep. Um So for you, and we've heard other players come into to the area and say, "Wow, they, you know, they, because it's Philadelphia and it's you're not sure what to expect when you see the stadium and and the, and the facility and everything." Were you impressed? It's it's kind of a mind blower,
8: isn't it? No, it's definitely beautiful. Um, yeah. and I like the fact that I've, I enjoy you know the setting, the yeah. backdrop, the bridge. The bridge is cool. <laughs>
3: Perfect, it's perfect. How many times you wonder if a car's going to come flying off that thing? <laughs> that, would, that would suck. <laughs> that, <laughs> that would suck. Yeah, it, would it would ruin a yeah, game. It yeah, definitely yeah. would. <laughs> but it'd be kind of cool. But if, no, if no, so no one got hurt. It'd be cool. But no, it is. It is just a wild, you know, along the river there. If you and for people, we tell you if you've never been out there, you've got to get out there. What, what do you think of the sons of Ben? Have you uh, had any uh, um, interaction interaction with them yet?
8: Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're. I mean, they're, I've been here. This is going to be my third season, so. Um, You get to know them. Yeah, they, yeah. You know, you get your own little chant going. And Good. What do they chant for you? Uh, it's, it's like, fa, fa, pico, fa.
9: It gets me hype,
8: it gets me hype when I'm tired.
9: <laughs> right,
8: right now I can use one of those. <laughs> yeah, and, but
3: but you, you'll be up for for, for practice. So. For sure. Hey,
4: you guys, I, I wasn't sure if you had seen this because uh, I just saw it on social media. This 13-year-old girl who was just signed by Nike, a Nike endorsement for soccer. Did you
8: see this chick? I did
4: not see that, but that's
8: awesome. Have you seen her play at all? I've, I haven't seen her play, but I read about it.
4: Yeah, so I, I just saw the video of her doing some uh, just, you know, like warm-up stuff, you know, her juggling the ball on the ground juggling, not like uh, in the air juggling. And, uh, you know, I'm just blown away with this girl's skills at such a young age. And, you know, there are certain sports that really do lend itself to, all right, all right this person is a potential superstar at such a young age. And, you know, or Signing letters of intent well, and stuff like that. A
3: quick question about that, because throughout the throughout the, the sport, when you've had people come out as superstars, you see anybody who's like, even in basketball, if someone can do what might be the equivalent of like parlor tricks with that stuff and doing that, you know, kind of tricky stuff, does that does that translate to actual in game play? I mean, do you know what I'm saying? If you can if you can do those sort of pyrotechnics, like in karate, there's there's what they call sort of like parlor tricks where you break boards and all that stuff. If you can do that, if you can do what they're showing, like this little girl, this this young girl do, in the game, would that benefit you?
8: I think that's mostly to maintain. I don't know, maybe for goalkeepers, uh, if it's different, but... Um, I always say cones don't move. So <laughs> okay, all right. Until you got like people defending you, it's it's a whole different game. But. It's like right.
3: what, what uh, Bruce Lee says in the uh, Enter the Dragon: press and boards don't hit back." Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean you got to know your fundamentals, and clearly that's this type of stuff sharpens
1: you up on that. But but you need to know strategy and play and all those Definitely. other things, and, and how to read your opponent sure. and stuff like that. Um, so, uh, Matt, you're 20 years old. Yes. Uh, and this is your first season with the union. Yep. This is your first year in the league. Yes. Dude.
9: How, how does this feel? It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Are you
1: nervous? Yeah. It would be natural to be nervous.
9: Um, yeah, yeah. I think I'm nervous kind of, I'm nervous to kind of start playing fully, um, you know, for the games and seasons to start up. And next year, you can legally sign documents. It'll be great. <laughs> when, you,
6: when you're a junior and a senior in high school, when you're at Episcopal, uh, do the inklings start to happen in your brain that maybe I can do this as a job? Like, I can make money doing this and not, not just college, you know, but there, there might actually be a career for me in, in this sport.
9: Um, yeah, I think, I think uh, throughout the end of high school, I was kind of thinking that it would be a possibility. Do you get um, recruited? Yeah, so I got recruited um, to go to college. Um, and then ended up leaving after the year and a half, just because I wanted to wanted to start it off. How excited were your parents that you were going to stay in this area? You know? Oh my god, so excited! That was a, <laughs> that was that was probably the best thing about signing with the Union is that it's where I grew up, so my whole family's here. Yeah, were they already fans of the team? Yeah, perfect. My whole family. So they've all already. their
1: merch. They've all yeah. they got everything. They all right, they're
9: now. all set to go. My mom's already on my, on my butt about getting a freeze <laughs> jersey though. <so>. <laughs> <laughs> Are you living at home? <laughs> Uh, yeah, right now I'm living at home. Uh, I'm still undecided about if I'm moving out or not. But you're gonna move out. <laughs> <laughs> also, I mean, yeah, you're you know. definitely gonna move out when you when you
3: here
4: playing locally for a, for a, right. a, a team. Yes, absolutely. You uh, left college early, but it was Harvard that you left early. You know, yeah. so I mean, did you meet a little bit of uh,
9: a pushback from your family on that? Um, not really. They're all they're all pretty supportive, and they and all went so. to Yale, so it's okay. <laughs> <Yeah, exactly. laughs> it's no problem. <laughs> No, they're all pretty supportive and they just kind of said, uh, "Do what you want, um, just make sure you know at the end of your playing career that you get you get a degree, which is my plan. Sure um, no it's, it's a, and it's a smart way
3: to, to to proceed, you know but it is uh, you have to sort of seize the moment, you know, and, and yeah, that's no part doubt. of
9: the deal. yeah I didn't want to put this off any longer.
3: Fafat, um, you have the nickname is this true the nickname your nickname is the gazelle
8: Yeah.
9: are you happy with that name?
8: I love it. You do, okay? Good. Yeah.
3: Because gazelle cause, cause is a beautiful animal and a, and, a, and certainly an adroit animal. I I you know I don't know gorgeous, if you want like animal. the bear or or yeah. uh, uh, no no yeah, I wouldn't
8: I wouldn't be fitting for a bear. Okay. I'm just <laughs> my statue. Okay. Are you, are you the fastest one on the team? Uh, I want to say so.
4: Unless who, who would say no?
8: I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. I, I hope you know. I hope not too many people. Maybe, maybe free. I heard. I actually found out a fun fact. That Freeze is a former track. Uh, oh, star. really? Really? Oh, yeah, so I
9: don't know about starving. Have, have you guys had actually... any sprints? <laughs> have you uh, Have you raced? Freeze at all? and I. Yeah. No nah, goalie. So he's I don't a goalie. Do too much running. He... <laughs> what was your event in track? Uh, the one hundred and ten oh hurdles, two hundred, and three hundred hurdles. God.
1: Damn, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And I, we, we hear on our little info sheet here, you like to do the eight-minute
3: ab eight minute ab workout.
9: Oh, uh, yep. <laughs> you yes, it? sir. Wow. <laughs> well,
3: I do it. I do that same. I do seven minutes and 50 seconds of wondering if I want to do it. And then <laughs> 10 seconds, <and> then, uh, <laughs> do 10 10 seconds
9: like of like that. six and two minutes. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, well, listen, you've got to stay in shape. So obviously, you got to do whatever you got to do. You guys just had spring training? Yeah. Uh, how'd things go there? You feel pretty good?
8: Great. Nice. Uh, we're coming back. Uh, it was warm for the most part during the whole month. Orlando is that where you guys do it? Clearwater, Clearwater,
3: Clear Clearwater is yeah. okay. Clear where it's at, man. Yeah, okay. do you, yeah it's all happening down the beach. Yeah, I tell you what, we 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 did it last year and went down for the uh, for the, the fill's training, and um, I was a little reticent to go down there. It's pretty awesome.
8: That yeah, great. It's great. Yeah,
3: and it's and there's so there's so many Philadelphians and transplants down
6: there. You, you, it's like it's home. It's
3: it's yeah. little little it's Philly. A warmer Philly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a warmer <laughs> Philly. Exactly. It's Philly South. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
6: It legit is Philly South. People go down for uh, yeah. every year, and it's uh, it's a great place to train. Definitely. Well listen, uh we know you guys time is short. You gotta get a practice if we don't want you to
1: be late, get fines, anything like that, your first year, so yeah, I
6: understand that. Can't
1: keep the gazelle away. <laughs> but I do have some tickets for the home opener. Nice. Uh it is Sunday at one o'clock. They're playing Toronto, and uh tickets are available at PhiladelphiaUnion.com. But I have a couple of pair. You know what? I'm gonna give away one now and one a little bit later on if oh, cool. cool with that. Uh so we'll take um what's your jersey number? Number nine. All right, caller number nine. Two one five two six three WMMR, and then Matt later on we will use your jersey number. Yeah, what's your jersey? Uh, number? number one. Number one. Well, it's good we didn't go with you first. <laughs> no, <right. laughs> so we'll take call number nine at two one five two six three WMMR, and we'll set you guys up. And listen, for those of you who have never been to a Philadelphia Union game, even if soccer is not your sport, it is worth going to see for yourself. Number one, we mentioned the the sons of Ben. Crazy, over-the-top fans. That's fun while it's all going on in the background while you're watching the game. The food is fantastic. It is. They have all kinds of activities for kids outside before the game. There's this huge pregame thing that goes on, this tailgating thing, where there's all kinds of contests and parties and games and things like
3: that. And once you see it played in person, I think no matter what, even on television, it doesn't quite translated, The experience is so much better if you're there. You'll really enjoy it. Yep, most definitely. Uh, guys, thanks for coming by. Appreciate Thank it. You guys Thank you for, for having us. Matt,
1: Matt it. and Fafa on the program. Fafa.
8: Yeah. Yeah. Fafa. Hey. All right, either <laughs> one.
1: Fafa. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a moment. We have an announcement for you, so don't stray too far.
0: Preston and Steve ah. on 933 WMMR.
1: So here's a first uh, for us on the show. Uh, this is a text from Rob from Northeast Philly, and he says, this is going to sound stupid, but I'm streaming the show from 38,000 feet up high in a plane. Like a dope, I bought the Wi-Fi. Can I get a mile-high shard out? Yeah. Uh-huh. We've never done that before. <laughs> no, never. So this is a live mile-high shard out to Rob from Northeast Philly. There you go, man. Enjoy. Did you see where he's flying
6: to, Preston? No. He's flying down to Florida. He's uh, Philly to Tampa. He's heading to Clearwater. Oh, nice. For spring training and visiting family. So there you go. Uh, Well, let's make an announcement.
1: Let's do this right now. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, the members of the Preston and Steve radio program are taking the show on the road. And it's interesting that we got that text just now because Friday, March fifteenth, the Preston and Steve show will return and broadcast live from Philly spring training (laughs) in Clearwater. Florida. Is correct. We did it last year, and we had so much fun.
3: It really worked out. You know, I was the most on the fence about the whole thing, and I just felt I—I I, I just felt it went so well, mm-hmm. and it was such a good time. Totally. I I don't remember Clearwater being that fun (laughs) times I've visited in the past, yeah, and it really is. So we're doing a a one-day live
1: broadcast, which will be Friday, March 15th. We'll head down Thursday immediately after the show on the 14th, and... Uh, we'll arrive and, uh, you know, we'll hang out for the night and then we get up really, really early in the morning and head to the
3: ballpark.
2: Don't forget your hats and gloves. Bring a jacket. <laughs> oh, it, no. It was <laughs> Florida.
3: It was only 40 degrees.
2: It was, it, was, it was lower than it was in the 30s it when we got there. It
1: was freezing. So I, I, we, none of us could believe it. And then finish
3: off the broadcast yeah. in uh, t-shirts. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah I'll tell you why. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah. As soon as the
3: sun came up, it Boom. was fantastic. it was okay. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
4: yeah, it was a great day to take batting practice without any batting gloves. I thought oh. uh, you know, just the, the 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 crack of the bat and, and the rattling of the bat in my bare hands was awesome. <laughs> it hurt. It hurt a lot. Uh
1: huh. But I toughed it out.
6: You got to have Charlie Manuel and Larry Bowe watch you take batting practice.
1: That was pretty cool. That part was neat. That yeah, yeah. was pretty yeah. cool. I got to throw out the first pitch.
6: And you had a catch with Gabe Kapler. Yes. I had a
1: catch with Gabe Kapler <laughs> yeah. on the side, and it was so cool. We met a lot of great people. Who did, Reese Hoskins came
6: over and yep. spent some time with us. Um, Boa, Charlie Manuel, Gabe Kapler stopped by, and we have some, uh, some interesting guy, guests lined up for this year as well.
1: Yeah, so we're headed there. Now, listen, you can come and join us because afterwards we'll be hanging out of the game. So it goes straight from a broadcast to a baseball game. And we'll be at Frenchie's Tiki Pavilion. It's in the left field. And trust me, if you've been there, you know it. It's this awesome little area.
3: I'm looking forward to this because I I left immediately after last year. And when I left, there was a – I mean, it is. It's little Philly. It's unbelievable. So I'm leaving on Saturday. I want to hang out and experience the game and hang out with you. Everybody from – everybody in the ballpark is, you know, they're
1: from the area or they're transplants. and And they now live there. I don't know how many people – (laughs) <laughs> you guys spoke to, but I did, that was like greatest thing I ever did in my life was move down here. (laughs) They just,
3: they love living there There were really no detractors to it. There was somebody who drove, Kathy, you remember this, drove like two and a half hours just to come down from Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, She
2: came pretty far, but there's a lot of people that are from Philadelphia um, like you guys said, that have transplanted to Florida, and of course they come out to this game when the Phillies are playing, and a lot of them coming up to us uh, when we were there last year. This, I
6: think, will be my fifth or sixth time going to Clearwater for spring training. I I love it. I try to get down as often as I can, Um, and one thing Thing that i've always found fascinating is that you run into people in clearwater at the game that you had no idea were also in philadelphia i mean in clearwater they're down there too and it just becomes this destination and mm-hmm. we're there st patrick's day weekend so uh the game on sunday is st patrick's day game and that turns into a massive party as well
1: yeah yep yeah. so uh it is sponsored and by the way we're very proud of this sponsored by Xfinity, yes. Yes. we actually have a sponsor, which is wonderful, which means we can do things. We have more latitude uh, to work with and, and the equipment we can take because it does cost a bit of money to get down there. So we thank very, 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 uh, uh, very, very wholeheartedly Xfinity. Worldly known good guys. Stay connected yeah. during the <laughs> Stay connected during the biggest moments of every game with Xfinity Internet, so you'll
6: be able to see it. So the Phils are playing the Blue Jays that day. They played the Blue Jays uh, last time, I believe, didn't they? Yeah, the Blue Jays, are uh, their home field is only about 15 minutes away, so they play them a lot. They're in Dunedin, I think, right up the road uh, Uh, on the Gulf Coast. The gates uh, for the Spectrum Field open
1: at 10.35 a.m., so we'll be at Frenchie's uh, Tiki Pavilion and left field, and we're doing a Preston and Steve show meetup. We're gonna do a hangout. I think my mom and sister are gonna come because they live in uh, St. Pete, uh, so they're gonna come to the game. We went to the maybe your mom could there.
3: take batting practice. Wouldn't that be
1: yeah. great? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so that's we're your forward. fastball. We are looking forward to this. So uh, hopefully, if you're gonna be down there, let us know and uh, we can meet up and say <laughs> hi. Is it possible
3: to make like at this point to make if you weren't make plans to get down there and oh, get yeah. a ticket? Oh, easily. Yeah. 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 Yep.
2: Uh, the flights are pretty expensive. <laughs> All right, thank right, you, Jack.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right,
1: so anyhow, headed back to uh, uh, to spring training. Should be pretty cool. You know what? Start a GoFundMe campaign. Uh, a... You, to get down there? Sure, <laughs> sure why not? need why to now? see but...
2: Preston and Stephen <laughs> Clearwater. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Hey, uh, I wanted to mention this. I don't know if you guys uh, knew this or not, but a little factoid. It was actually yesterday. I wish I would have brought it up yesterday, but it was 100 years ago yesterday uh, that grand canyon national park was founded? Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, February 26, 1919, 100 years ago. It's 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 so beautiful.
3: Yeah. Did you hear that did you see that recent story though about it? Mm-mm. There there was a piece of I guess in the the Grand Canyon Museum. Oh, yes. Did you see that? No. So it was radioactive. Radioactive. No. Yeah, mm. so they
1: had they had some uranium. <laughs> Oops. Which you can find buried out in the you know out in the wilds of, yeah. the, of, of the the western United States. I mean that's they mine that stuff, and they had some containers with uranium in the museum, yes. at, at and. So not really a danger to people who would come by for a few seconds, yeah. and take a look. But for the people that work, work there, there, it's been it I- all the could time. Could be an issue, yeah. Could be a bit of an issue.
6: There was a moment uh, two summers ago, Casey, where you were down in the river in the Grand Canyon National Park, and I was up on the rim, and yeah. uh, it just it was so cool to be in the same national park with you at the same time. I wish we could have met up. But uh, the trip that you did, I, I've wanted to do my whole life. I, I'm sure I'll get to it at some point. But uh, it's just such an it, it, you can't. Ever capture it in photos or video, you yeah. have to go there to see it. And and your experience in the river is something that I, I definitely is on so my bucket So Casey like.
3: was doing water sports and you were rimming.
6: Yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah was, well, I was, ah. Oh, my God. It was rim jobs. Uh, Which one yeah. of you was pegging? <laughs> right. <laughs> Neither the, of us? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I wasn't. I,
4: I, I'm, I'm actually thinking about doing it again this summer. Wow. Really? It was such a neat amazing experience but go the other way no <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm going to swim against the current although um, that was
2: one of the best videos you posted during from your trip oh when you, i was the uh, salmon when you were the salmon, the salmon swimming swim. there <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> that was uh like havasu falls and there are just when you spend you know the entire week on the river just going downstream and you're going deeper and deeper and deeper into yeah. the the canyon um you know, every every morning you wake up, it's just you. you just look at this time just, to crap but, in my box. <laughs> <Right>. time, yes, in <laughs> the Groover, it was the most <laughs> scenic dumps I've ever taken in my life. I, I, yes. If
3: you've never been, honestly, once you get there, it, I would say this: the first time you see it, you actually lose your breath. You, it's it's that it's that. Oh my God! Did you say the Groover? The Groover?
4: Oh yeah! I just called it a poop box, but apparently the poop box has a name. I think called The Groover. Yeah, getting in the yeah. Groover, man. Yeah, I know that. I, and I want to take my son and um, show just, him the box. Show him, <laughs> dude. Show him he probably Casey. What a way to bond with your your son, though, <laughs> right? To do to do something like that. That's well, very cool. So when I was on the trip, there was a guy there with his son who was around my son's age, around twelve, and and that little kid's name is Casey as well, and. There were just moments because I wasn't there with my my immediate family. There were just moments that uh, you know I was capturing, yeah. which, watching those guys. I'm like, man, that is that is so neat, you know, and, and cool. to be able to have that, and at an age where he's definitely going to remember a lot of it.
3: Yeah. Where what is the what is the the um, the the. the um the Grand Canyon of Pennsylvania, Nick. You keep mentioning it.
6: It's called. It's outside of Wellsboro, uh, which is in upstate Pennsylvania. It's uh, maybe half hour or so from the New York border. Um, and listen, it's a really cool thing to go see. It is not the Grand Canyon. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. I mean, you know, meet yeah. your expectations. But uh, if you're in upstate Pennsylvania, I, I, I do recommend it. It's a cool hike. It's a lot of fun, especially in the fall when you get fall foliage and that kind of stuff. But nope. to, it pales in comparison to the actual Real Grand, Grand Canyon. Canyon. Yeah.
2: That might be a good start for me. I looked at your pictures <laughs> and, and uh, Andrea's pictures. You guys took um, great ones on your vacation. And when Nick got back, I asked him a lot of questions. And it was, can I stay? And I really was serious. Can I stay at a hotel and somehow get to this spot. And a lot of the places well, he went to was, he was like, no, not really.
6: I did a, a very different trip than Casey, and Casey's was cool, but mine was cool as well. And I did this hike called Havasupai Falls, and we hiked down into the Grand Canyon. And I've done three massive hikes in my life. Uh, One was Kilimanjaro, which I did successfully. One was Mount Rainier, which I didn't make it to the summit of. Kilimanjaro. This this was the third one. This was the third most difficult hike I've ever done in my life because we packed in and out. We carried all our gear. Hmm. We had all our tent with us. So, Kathy, you could never never do it. Uh, But Havasupai Falls is unbelievably beautiful. It's on private land just outside of the National Park. And there
3: are beautiful hotels. There are, like, resort hotels that are in the area.
6: That's what I was going to say. You can stay in the National Park on the south rim of the Grand Canyon and stay in the Lodge, and that's gorgeous. Imagine you
1: talk Kathy and doing something like yeah. that yeah and you forget, forget it you get several hours
3: into it the other campers are
1: leaving oh no dead. no
2: here hold on wait let okay. me let me correct you there's i i could do it i could do the hike i could not sleep out there no there's no way see, I, see, I didn't I, sleep no, in I a wouldn't, tent kathy i, just I wouldn't slept want under to. The stars no now. no thank you
3: okay so <laughs> i saw a tent type configuration that i think might work
2: we could go away for, yes yeah <laughs> okay we you could go away. that yeah and, and, and we'll we will go, go away yeah
3: I mean, well, one thing you carry it's on your own of, it's elevated like it's off the ground <laughs> and it it comes it come, puts together really quickly and <laughs> it's okay. like a higher end thing to show as there's me this no bugs that you. can get
2: in there. No bears does it, does it come no with some, canyon
6: bears <laughs>
2: and does it come with someone that carries your stuff for it you it comes
6: with a with a yes with okay. a porter oh. there's there's a luxury hotel uh called the Yavapai Lodge and it's in on the south rim of the Grand Canyon it is one of those old school uh american west lodges Kathy, you and Steve could stay there. They have views of the Grand Canyon. They yeah, have, I would they love have, that. They have, gore, you know, great dinners, like, uh, you know, high-end dinners. So, and really nice rooms. You guys could stay there. You Nick, but the one thing- I, I stayed at, uh, well, I, I spent, a, we did a day trip at a dude ranch. And, man, they said I was quite a
3: cowpoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Nick, though, the one... <laughs> The one picture that you posted was actually listed on like one of the greatest places to see. I, I, maybe it was the falls, but you said it yeah. took like it took like a couple like four or five hours to get there, right? To walk there.
6: Yeah, I mean it was it's thirteen miles down and then thirteen miles up, and it was several thousand feet of uh, elevation uh, gain and loss. And yeah, I mean it's Havasupai Falls. You have to get a permit to get down there because it is private land. So it, it was a real process, and it was really really hard. All right, we're looking at the tent that Steve was talking about. So it, That's it's, not going to uh... do it for me. <laughs> oh, it's awesome inside.
2: It's got yeah,
3: a uh, I mean, home theater. Cool. <laughs>
2: no, I it's like, essentially it. Essentially, it's a tent
1: that's not on the ground. Right. It's, just, yeah. it's just
4: raised. Do you have to worry about the Does the, it have a bathroom and a shower
2: in it? No. It's
4: no, no, so no. crazy. Like, so I, I, never once did I ever feel like I was roughing it. You know, even though I, I slept in You were crapping under,
2: on a box. I
4: know, but it just didn't... Everybody else was. And so it didn't... For, I don't like and, and listen. I'm I'm different than you, Kathy. <laughs> uh, things like that don't necessarily bother me. But n- n- I mean, we had think, great breakfast, lunch, dinner.
1: You think know? of all the time there, you don't spend all that time uh, crapping. Crapping, yeah, Kathy. So oh would,
2: yeah, but the one time that I have to, I don't want to do it outside. Yeah, but it would be no, thank A you. couple of minutes and you're yeah. done. <laughs> I know it's okay.
1: But I mean, you you you'll, you'll live. It, it's okay. Nah. Yeah, she wants her no. hotel, and I, I can't say there are
2: other beautiful places that have hotels. Near I can't them. say
3: I can argue with that. I do oh, right. understand the mentality,
4: but I mean honestly, I'm you know I'm glad Kathy and people like Kathy don't go on these trips yes. because they could easily. You have a good point. They're ruin ruining it for everybody. They're moaning. I. Yeah, listen, oh. I know.
2: I know my limitations, and I'm not going to ruin anybody else's time by uh, bringing a tent and trying to sleep outside No, you're, you're not going to
3: eat nope. up valuable travel time. But Casey, if you do go, and I know, Nick, you did it, and you recommended anybody, put some pork and beans into the flashlight. Yes. Just like the Brady Bunch. <laughs> right. yeah. Somebody texted, it this is Kathy, where
1: can I plug in my flat iron? <laughs> um, True. I can see, Kathy, you can see, can we, you know, I'm, I'm looking at these pictures that Nick had pulled up, these beautiful waterfalls and stuff that you visited, you know, can we fly a helicopter in? to there? Well, and, you, you, know, can. you can.
6: Yeah, I don't like talking about it, though, because I don't want people like Kathy there. Oh, okay. I got you. Right? Well, I,
2: no, I would I would you genuinely yeah. love a place like that. I would, uh, again, I wouldn't want to get there the way you guys did. You don't
4: yeah. want to sleep there.
1: No. Yeah. I could hike down
2: it. I could make my way down and make my way back, but yeah. if I had to then camp afterwards, hey, no thanks.
1: Nick, I have a question because uh, the interns have pulled up a, a picture of the Grand Canyon of, of Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and I was looking at it, trying to get an idea of the scope of it. Um, you've been to um, Yellowstone. Yes. You've been to the Grand Canyon of Yellowstone.
6: Yes. It looks like it's about the size of that. Oh, yeah, I think that's a pretty fair okay. comparison. And yeah. That's
1: impressive. It is.
6: I mean, so... And there's know. waterfalls on either end of that. There's okay. the upper falls and the lower falls. I mean, in, in yeah. Yellowstone. Um, so, yeah, and the, the cool thing about the Grand Canyon of PA is that you start up high, you work your way down to the river down below, and there's an old railroad uh, railroad line that they've converted into a bike path and a hiking path, which is flat and goes along the river. So, you can camp near there. It's, it's a cool place to visit.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I love stuff like this. I love hiking hiking i hike all the time and this looks like uh you know a uh, a, a
6: cool area yes yeah, it's, it's, it's scenic route six is the the road that goes across that part of pennsylvania and through and wellsboro itself is a nice little town and it's uh, you know small town charm get out of here i order
3: <laughs> with your fancy
1: gadgets <laughs> uh i'm overdue for a trip uh into the american west Uh, and, and I, have always wanted to take my, I've talked about it many times on the show, wanting to take my family to go to, you know, Zion or Bryce Canyons and so forth.
3: What you should do is, is take a trip by yourself and go camp at Lauren Harris's house. (sighs) Uh,
4: Where is she? In, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, probably really beautiful. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> okay, you'll do it. Yeah, I'll do that. All right. Good. Uh, take a moment for the team. You have been to the Grand Canyon, though, right, Preston? Uh huh.
1: Okay. Yeah, my dad and I hiked down to the canyon floor. This
3: isn't going to work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a Bit much. <laughs> no. Uh, we we hiked down to the canyon floor. We did not go all the way down to the river, to the Colorado River, right? And is that uh, mm-hmm. yes? Yeah. And um, but it was far enough because once you get to that uh, to the canyon floor, and then we went all the way up to the next. Uh, area that you can look down and see the river, and it's yet several hundred more feet was down that, um,
6: to that. Bright, An- Bright Angel Trail, do you remember? I, That's one of the main sounds ones. sounds
1: familiar. Okay. It's the one that they do the uh, um, uh, the donkeys. Yeah. Uh, and, and my dad weighed too much, uh-huh. so we couldn't take the donkey. We had to walk. <laughs> oh, Did he take, was the donkey on his back? I, it should have been, but <laughs> my dad at the time weighed too much. They were not, because it would stress the animals out, and you, you can't do that. What's,
3: what's the max weight for a donkey?
1: I don't remember. Maybe maybe I don't know two twenty five or something like that. Wow. I'm not really sure, but uh, so we had to walk it, and it took all day, and it was hot as balls. Yeah, uh, but it was gorgeous. It was really really cool. We saw all kinds of uh, wildlife, and yeah, it was it
6: was really neat. It,
3: I mean, honestly, it, it, there's it's just it's why it's one of the natural wonders of the world.
6: Yep. You know? Yeah, and there are sixty one official national parks in the United States, and uh, that is one of them. It's uh, the jewel of the uh, the American. National Park System is, is the Grand Canyon. There's a reason why three or four million people go every year. But if you do get a chance, uh, the North Rim is a great place. If we're talking about rims. The yeah. North Rim is is the one uh, is the one to visit as well because and if you can get a, a
3: job there, if you, you get, get a rim, a rim job, job,
6: job, rim job is a great way to spend the summer. <laughs> and uh, but the the interesting thing about the North Rim is that it's about a thousand feet um, higher in elevation than the South Rim. So yes, I'm
3: interested in rim jobs.
6: Let it. To, uh, uh, <laughs> A thousand feet higher in elevation, so it opens later in the year. It opens after May. There's often snow, and but it, but there's the reason I'm bringing it up is that there's far fewer people on the north rim than there are on the south rim. So if you're looking for smaller crowds, check out the north rim of the Grand Canyon. Okay. Rim job is one of my favorite oh my God. Yeah. terms ever. Absolutely. Because you
3: love canyons. It is not used enough. No, it is not. You know,
1: I, when you talk about... At rim, least
3: not in Parliament.
1: ...rimming someone. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for bringing that up, Nick, and that tip about going to the north. Yeah, right. if you're looking, looking for it. Good for a,
3: tips about rim, rim
1: jobs, rim yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kathy, what is the roughest you've ever had it? Have you gone used to camp, you I've,
2: ne- I've never camped in my life. Really? No, I we camped in our backyard one night, and we came in at about 1 a.m., That was me, my cousin.
1: Would you ever be open to to doing it just to I mean, why? What's? Can
3: you let me finish,
5: please? Yeah,
2: go ahead. Probably not.
3: (laughs) (laughs) She's not. She is not going to do it. What she would do, though, and I agree with her, I would. I would take glamping. Preston, no, sorry. Here, go ahead. No, yeah, no. yeah. Press, here's what you need to do. Ca- Preston just held up camera.
5: Hold on. What's <laughs> that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah can <It's>
3: <laughs> see. you next Tuesday.
4: <laughs> turn her microphone off as you're asking the question. That way, you can get the whole question. In. <laughs> no.
2: No. Go ahead. What were you going to
1: say? Uh, I was just going to say, would you be open to doing it one night? You know, just to try it out. That could be a fun event for us.
3: We <laughs> talked about it. We. It's still hard to to get over that hump about doing an actual campout night yeah. with the show yeah. and, and go out <laughs> and, and do the whole deal with the s'mores and everything. It'd be yeah. easy. All we have to do is do it. That's all we got to do.
2: I would really love glamping, though. Gl- I think that there's, would be so uh, cool.
3: There, <laughs> even you know, you've seen that there's like a couple of glamping sites like in, there's in a place, a Yellowstone. There's and, a place called the
1: Paws Up Ranch. That's what you. Want. all the dead animals go. Oh, okay. no, find a, find yeah. the pause up ranch. It'll it'll blow you away. Tim Didn't
4: Graham you? just did that uh, last year. That wasn't clamping enough. It wasn't enough. No, it was. They were in like a really beautiful yurt. It
1: was that really like, nice. Yeah. Scroll through some pictures for Kathy okay. to uh, to see the the pause up ranch because I've had this thing on my radar for years. It's just I don't know if I can justify the amount of money that you that pay uh, for the for the whole thing. But some of these some of these you know. Tents, quote unquote tents right. they have there or uh, it's just it's you know you'll have your bathroom in there okay perfect you got you know uh you know fur lined floors call, and
3: all this stuff call up the fairmount hotel it's in um Banff in Canada yeah in Canada yeah. Yeah. Call, yes call that's that's how I, well, you that's camp well let tell that's not glamping. oh it's completely c- camping it is it, yeah you it's have outside. It's have elevators and indoor rooms and TVs
1: <laughs> i know the place you're talking about no it's this that's
3: is that's awesome
1: mm. All right, we'll go start, stay at a hotel. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, if you, you don't want a to... campground called Rittenhouse.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that campground. Uh yeah, I'm looking at their Instagram page uh Four Preston. Seasons Campground? No, no, well, the one that Preston was talking about, the uh Pause Up.
3: It's pretty amazing. Here, Kathy, yeah. This is my uh it's uh, that's I want to go camping there.
2: Is that the the hotel that you stayed at? This that, picture? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's beautiful. It yeah. doesn't even look real
3: yeah have you, you've been there Steve? No no that's what but the fairmount fairmount hotels are my like one of my favorite chains of hotels they're they're just gorgeous you know my and my 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 thing is if you can do it if you're going if you're gonna to you know save up and go on a trip. Make sure the hotel is killer. I think you agree with this, Preston, because even if the location ends up sucking, yep. at least a hotel can make it yep. better. You
1: got the hotel to fall back
3: on.
2: The place you're talking about, one of the um, one of the ranches or whatever it is, has uh, two floors. So two-floor oh, yeah. camping. Oh, yeah, I'm fine tent. with that. I love <laughs> two it. Two-floor
3: tent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
1: by the way, speaking of hotels and so forth, I found this kind of interesting. We're going to have to take a break here in a moment. But um, uh, there's a guy named Terry Robinson, and uh, he's making sure that his retirement plans or sort it out when the time comes, but where he's considering living has people talking. In a Facebook post that's now uh, more than 77,000 shares, he explains why he and his wife, instead of going to a retirement community, are going to be checking into the Holiday Inn. I think this is actually pretty smart. According to his research, the average cost for nursing home care is around $188 per day, where... If he used his, however, if he uses senior discount for the long term stay at Holiday Inn, he pays fifty nine dollars and twenty three cents a day. No way. Versus one hundred and eighty eight dollars per day, and he said in turn that leaves him with one hundred and twenty eight dollars and seventy seven cents a day for food, room service, laundry, gratuities, and movies.
3: Yeah, that's brilliant. Really, really it is actually pretty <laughs> smart if you're gonna if you're gonna run lean and mean. Though I tell you what, I see some of these commercials for these retirement villages. Like holy crap, that looks awesome! Yeah,
1: but the thing is, is he's uh, they wouldn't just stay in one Holiday Inn They'd, because they can move around from hotel to hotel and travel around and absolutely, stay absolutely, yeah, or cheaper than they would be at some kind of a an assisted living facility. Gaining points along the way, maybe so, yeah, right? yeah. You
3: would have to; you'd be earning points at the same time. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so that's pretty smart. Um, so I, I that that's the plan for this guy, and I don't think the hotel has really uh, commented on. They have that, not commented as yet. of yet. Uh, let me go to, hang on a second, I'm going to go to Jason, who's doing a, a thing at the Grand Canyon. By the way, 100 years old. Not the actual canyon. I mean, the fact that it's a national.
3: You know that thing? Oh, my God. In 1918, it was, it was flat. They must have had bulldozers working night and day.
1: No, it was, uh, it was established a national park 100 years ago yesterday. Jason, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi. Hi. What's up, Jason. Hey, good morning, guys. It's um, you not know, about it work. It's okay. Uh, so,
10: at, at, at the Grand Canyon, I haven't done this yet. I have a lot of friends of mine that do this. And I think, Nick, you were talking about it. I heard you guys say rim job or whatever. Right. So, but there's an actual race. It's non sanctioned. So, there's no medal. There's no time. Like, it's, it's, you don't get a medal for it. But it's called rim to rim.
1: Rim to rim.
10: Correct. Correct. So, you run from one side to another.
4: Any idea how long
10: know, that but, is? Um, I'm guessing in one shot, uh, maybe 30 miles in, from, one, from start to finish.
4: Mm, I'm going to drive
10: that instead. But people have done, friends of mine have done rim to rim, and they wow. have also done rim to rim to rim. So you go from start wow. to the other
1: side and then go back to the start.
6: Yeah, and how many hours?
10: Yeah. Uh, huh. Probably
1: at least under 24 hours. Wow, no, that's you. nuts! Now that's uh, that's a whole bunch, yeah. but but is there? There's a. Um, it it is organized, right? It's organized.
10: It's actually uh, probably some of my friends are listening right now.
1: What it's
10: called? Um, I can't understand
1: you. It. Your phone line is uh, sounds terrible. So, but we'll have to look that up. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. Uh, no, uh, I mean, listen. I'll you go don't want to run from rim to rim to <laughs> I'm rim. Not, I'm not running rim to rim yeah. to rim. Uh, let me go next to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Lisa?
7: Hey, I've been um, to both the North Rim and the South Rim several times, Uh and the North Rim by far is much prettier, much less crowded. Um, It's a lot more woodsy and forest, Uh um, less desert. But also up north, because you're so close to Utah, when you're driving, you know, it's a lot of two-lane roads, and you stop at little gas stations, food stops, whatever. Um, You see a lot of those weirdo polygamists.
6: Yeah, yeah, that's one of the communities or parts of the country where they live, especially north of the uh, the North Rim and the Grand Canyon, oh, south gosh. of Utah. Yeah, it, because there's very little governmental interference, and so yeah. they, they built right. these communities out there where uh, it's not really federally allowed, but they sort of get away with it. And there are few, I'm sure they have a lot of rim jobs. Uh, there, are, uh, probably Lones. There there's a few small towns that are. Kind of third worldish because of their views on polygamy. Well, my- they're, they're,
3: you will find some. You know, when I when I did stand up comedy, I was out in these areas a lot, and believe it or not, like in these these places that would book bizarre, bizarrely book comedy shows, and you would find these places that I would call them lands that time forgot. Yeah, you know, yeah. that just lived in their own world. Lisa, did you meet with some of these people or talk to any of these uh, groups?
7: I just remember one time um, we were at a gas station in a mini market. And a whole like van load of them was unloading, and we were—I was traveling with my family and my extended family, uh-huh. um, and my son's disabled, and they were just—I mean, I, you know, it's not politically correct to stare at disabled people, but they didn't care. I mean, no, they were just, um, you know, it was just—I guess the, you know, people around here have a fascination with going and looking at the Amish. Yeah. So I would guess it's the same, same thing.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. These wait guys don't care. Wait a minute. Wait,
3: minute.
1: Yet. They, wait a minute. They were. They were. Like making fun of your disabled friend? They were staring. No, they,
7: no, it's my son. They were they were making fun of him, but the kids were just. I mean, they were. They've just never
1: seen anything staring. anyone like that.
7: Yeah, they've never seen anything like it, and their mm. kids were like, on the ground. They were just like amazed at him. I mean, they just had obviously. They what were, are those
3: just, white
4: things and, in your mouth?
3: God, teeth. These <laughs>
4: Yeah, they don't care about you. Uh, so. They they very they'll stick to themselves, their and, own world. and their own world. So when you're asking if you know, do you get to talk to them? now, they don't want to talk to you. All, are,
3: all they care about are their OLED televisions. Yeah, no, <laughs>
4: I I saw them when I was in. Um, I believe we popped into Utah for a hot minute. Braided. Uh, yeah. And we were, I was talking about the ladies there yeah. with, their, with their braided hair. And yeah. That's
6: yeah. right. Mm-hmm. There are two, braided ta- ladies. There are two towns in uh, that part of Arizona, northern Arizona, called Fredonia and Colorado City. And there's a, a great book. I know we got to wrap up, but there's a great book called Under the Banner of Heaven by John Krakauer. If you're interested in diving into polygamy and that part of America, mm. uh, Under the Banner of Heaven, it'll blow your socks off. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Well, I uh, just wanted to bring up the fact that, uh, Pretty damn cool 100 years
1: ago that that was established as a They, they built the Grand
3: Canyon 100 built, years ago. They built the Grand Canyon.
1: They dug the Grand Canyon 100 years ago. <laughs> God bless them. I think we should all take a moment and think about that today. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a break, and uh, we're going to give away, you know what, uh, Case? What, what pick should pick I give up? away? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. union tickets. So, yeah, uh, The Philadelphia Union have their home opener on Sunday against Toronto. It's at 1 o'clock. Saturday, it? isn't it? It says Sunday right here. Oh. Home opener this Sunday. On uh, this says Saturday and this says Sunday. Oh jeez! How- you figure it out. Yeah. Uh, and then it says Sunday here. So um, whatever. Two one five two six. You want free tickets? Two one five two six three WMMR. Call right now and uh. you figure
3: out you what figure it figure is. You figure it out. What do you
1: want from us? We gave you free stuff. We're giving to the you the guy. You have to do shit. everything. And by the way, we're taking we're taking caller number one. Okay, remember
6: because yes. of uh,
1: Matt Freeze's number two one five two six three WMMR. Is it
6: Saturday? Saturday, March second.
1: There you go. Saturday is the correct answer. Thank you, Casey. We're going to take a break and be right back. Stay with us. This 93.3 WMMR audio on demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Preston. Listen, I'd like to thank Jack Frost Mountain for sponsoring today's podcast. We are headed back to Jack Frost on Friday, March 1st for our 13th annual Preston and Steve Cardboard Classic from WMMR and JFBB where the snow comes first.
3: If you love paying for shipping, you're going to hate Steven Singer, always with fast and free shipping. Visit Steven Singer Jewelers online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. Taking time for yourself isn't selfish, it's self-care. Schedule a
1: massage or facial at your local hand and stone Massage and Facial Spa with a relaxing massage or refreshing facial for just $59.95 for first-time guests. Visit one of their 50 area locations or handandstone.com. This is the Preston and Steve Show
3: podcast.
1: I think I'm going to call an audible here, Steve. Really? Yeah, I was going to bring up a a story and and get some calls on it, but I I think I'm going to hold on to it.
3: Oh, I know. Okay, and I agree
1: with that. Wait until tomorrow, something like that. But I have a lot of food stories today. Oh! And I think I might have to put my chef's hat on.
3: It's time for... Ahead, the, it. Connoisseur. the
1: connoisseur. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, you were waiting for me. Uh, okay, so I saw this this morning and thought it was worth bringing up because I personally have had my own theories about this, but never really knew until I read what the difference between pastrami and corned beef is.
5: Because
1: hmm. they're very similar.
3: Yeah, um, um, my mother, uh, you know, it's been decades since my mother passed away. One of my most prominent memories of my mother was how much she loved Pastrami sandwiches. No kidding. Loved pastrami. We used to go to a, um, after church, as I'm sure most Roman Catholics did at the time, we went to a Jewish deli. You go to the Jewish (laughs) deli. And my mother loved uh, her pastrami sandwiches. And uh, so it it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I do. I like them both. I like, I like, I love corned beef.
1: Because uh, I like Reuben sandwiches, mm-hmm. pastrami sandwiches are great. Man, I haven't had one of those in a yeah, long like long time. a
3: real, yeah. real pastrami sandwich. Yep, yeah, really, really thick, piled
1: high, thick, and everything. But they've always seemed quite similar, but they are different. Corned beef is typically made by salt curing beef, uh, usually a brisket. So that's the cut. Uh, pastrami, on the other hand, is generally cut from the cow's navel area. Mm, it's less, while it's
3: still screaming.
1: It's less stringy than corned beef when you eat it. Uh, pastrami can be made. It can be made with the brisket. Meaning, in some cases, the only difference between the two dishes is in the cooking. Biscuits. Is in the cooking process. <laughs> Now, uh, corned beef is either boiled or steamed after being salt cured, so that's usually how you prepare it. Mm-hmm. Uh, while pastrami is usually seasoned with a dry spice mix, it is smoked and then steamed again before serving.
3: How about uh, you guys? You guys,
6: uh... Uh, I'm a turkey guy. Yeah, no, yeah, a turkey rules for
4: like... me, but yeah, but a, an occasional pastrami sandwich. Mm. Damn good. If I go to uh, Murray or Jaime's around the corner, yep. I'll definitely get a corned beef. I get I like to get it lean. Uh, the, the special, so it's got um, like the, the Russian, cream the please. It's got the Russian dressing and the uh,
1: the coleslaw. You like a nice M.L.T. a mutton lettuce and tomato <laughs> sandwich where the mutton is nice and lean. Yes. What is that? That's from Princess Bride. <laughs> mutton is nice and lean. Uh, so anyhow, the the dry... <laughs> <to labor>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Look who knows so much. <laughs> Uh, the dry spice mix that they use on pastrami is pretty similar to what's used in the salty brine that is used, <clears throat> excuse me, with corned beef.
3: Yes, how's your salty brine?
1: So that's how to be. listen, speaking <laughs> of, of salty foods and so forth, there was a, uh, a Netflix, I was just searching around for something different to watch. There was a Netflix series, a uh, cooking series. Stranger corned beef. Uh, no, but it's, <laughs> it's called, um, salt fat, uh, yeah, yeah. salt fat, um, uh acid and heat yeah and the lady that that's on there's great she's a phenomenal host really really well done it's only four episodes huh. one one focuses on salt one focuses on fat one focuses, focuses on um vinegar essentially which is the acid and uh, and one on the heat. And I haven't watched oh. them all yet, but it's
3: really, really it's about all foods to these various that rely on these various. Well, no, she is. She
1: has come to the realization and she's a she's a, a, a cultured and, and, and learned chef. Yes. That if you want something that tastes phenomenal, you have to have all four of those. You got to have fat. You got to have salt. You got to have heat and you have to have uh, acid. In order for to have the sublime taste of flavor, and she
3: she endeavors to uh, prove that
1: point. Well, she goes on to show you some of the uh, the origins of of these flavors, and she travels all around the world. And is this and the series where cool.
3: Frank Carrillo goes and fights a whole bunch of people? No, that's completely yeah, different. Yeah. Oh, okay,
1: yeah. um, uh, I just
4: saw this lady on. One of those afternoon talk shows. I don't think it was Ellen, but and I'm like, I don't know where this chick came. Steve from. Steve Rokos. <laughs> yeah, she's an
6: author and a an accomplished chef in and of herself. And then she she the book helped lead to this series, and it, it's really well done. And they spend yeah. a lot of time with cheese. God, and- I'm
3: getting hungry just looking at well, this. No.
6: It actually, it, it's one of those series that when you watch it, it makes you want to be a better chef, be yep. a better cook, and get into the kitchen. Yeah. And, then, and then you just end up going to Panera or and whatever. And she, she's got this great
1: personality, and her knowledge is, is very, very broad. So, uh, yeah, salt, fat, uh, acid, and heat. If you get a chance mm. to check that out, it's on Netflix. So, anyhow, uh, she, she goes, the reason, the reason I bring it up, they go through salt curing and things like that. Okay. And how that stuff is made, which is pretty cool. Um, all right, what else do I have? Here? More
3: than the connoisseurs. All fat heat.
1: Let's get, let's get to junk. Let's get to garbage right oh, now. Oh, junk. Uh, junk
3: food, as in junk food connoisseur?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Peeps announced seven new sugary flavors for their marshmallow chicks. As this we start
3: is, to approach Easter.
1: Yeah, this is probably the smartest thing they can do. To to, I mean, it, they're already a staple, but if they want to
3: you know put a fresh coat on this they need to yeah. they, need they need to, to upgrade them. the Pe- i i've never been mm-hmm. a huge peeps fan no. I, I hate them They're yeah gross. it's to me it's like them. eating a dried insulin
1: i'd rather i i appreciate the way they look i think it's cute and, yeah. and i and i associate them with eastern it, it brings fond memories but i would not want to eat one they tried nah.
4: marshmallow christ figures but it just <laughs> didn't work um they didn't they do like a sour peep last year
1: May have, Casey, uh, but here's what they're coming out with this year. The seven new flavors are pancakes and syrup, cotton candy. How about s'mores? Orange sherbet dipped in creme-flavored fudge. I kind of like the sound of that. Uh, root beer float, vanilla cream,
3: chocolate caramel swirl. Well, there you go. That, now you're in the realm. And blue raspberry. All right, the, the chocolate caramel swirl... Is interesting. I, I just don't like. I find peeps unbearably
1: sweet. I have I have actually shied away from marshmallows altogether. You don't like marshmallows. I haven't I haven't
3: eaten one in years. I just got tired of them. Um, we um, for S- my s'mores da- are as close as I get, yeah. and and they're 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 only things that are s'mores tasting.
4: Yeah, for my daughter's birthday party, we bought a chocolate fountain. Mm-hmm. They're awesome, by the way. They're really really fun, and it's, it's great for for kids parties. But uh, I had a chocolate covered marshmallow in one of those things, and I'm not a marshmallow guy either. That's the way to go. You liked it. That's the way to go. Nice. That's what I'm talking
1: about. So, uh, Casey, apparently they did. I guess it was last year they did uh, the Peeps Oreos experiment, which ended up turning people's poop bright pink.
3: Oh, that's cool. We should do that. Yes.
1: <laughs> now, here's what I didn't know: Corn, beef and Peeps. That Peeps is made in. Uh, they're made in Bethlehem, so they're not too far away. Where Jesus uh, was born. The Pennsylvania-based manufacturer Just Born Incorporated. So it's a
4: local unveiled the new chicks in Denver company. University. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely prefer the bunny peep over the chick peep, um, and you, they, there's a discernible difference in taste. They're just thinner, okay. And so I, I like that. And then also, um, they're I feel like they're better when they're just a little bit stale.
3: I'd be curious on a sidetrack here, Preston, but it falls yeah. within the realm of the connoisseur. What food companies? That are sort of legendary and iconic are in this area. I was surprised to learn. Like, um, was it Ghirardelli?
4: No, that's San Francisco. Uh, there's a, uh. there's another
3: one though that is high end chocolate. Dove, maybe. I remember somebody no. sent us a bunch of Do you, Dove,
1: Dove you know, stuff years they ago. Sent us, they, they sent us the 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 imperfect no, pieces. It was, um,
6: I thought it was Dove. It's the one. Uh, Garrett, was it Yadiva? Godiva? Godiva. Godiva. Godiva's Even great. Better. Yeah. Oh. Bad That's I've, my they wife's. They uh, have a uh, yeah. in the area. I think their headquarters aren't here, but they have a fact. Because remember, we got those. Uh, the. Castoffs, And yeah.
3: they were awesome. Yeah, they were so Send great. Send us all your castoffs. Yeah.
6: Well, we know the Hearst
1: Potato Chip Factory is around here because somebody ended up going there instead of the UN. That's right. Uh, the Crayola. The we heard about the other day. Crayola. Delicious. Yeah, but Steve's talking about food. Oh, food.
4: Oh, yeah. oh who doesn't eat crayons? <laughs>
3: uh, Snyder's of Hanover. The pretzels. Snyder's? is, is, That's is not the, that far. Is their main... Yeah, Oreo
6: was. Are they now in Mexico? Uh, no, well, Nabisco had that um, the facility in the northeast on the boulevard, but that's not there anymore. But, yeah, Snyder's of, of Hanover, PA, um, make Ooh. the pretzels. Uh,
4: down in between, uh, like, Diamond Beach, Wildwood area, and uh, Cape May, is is it Star Tuna, or is it uh, Bumblebee Tuna? I don't know if that's the, like, headquarter, headquarter, but whenever I ride my bike across the bridge, right to the left there is a mm-hmm. tuna factory. What, all right. What are the tuna, tuna f- factory? Yeah. What are the what are the tuna factories? Stark? Not
2: Stark. Yeah. I have a yeah, book Star- at home.
1: Starkist, <laughs> Chicken of the Sea, uh, and uh, Bumblebee are some of the popular brands. Maybe it's yeah.
4: Bumblebee. Okay. It is Starkist. No, it
1: is oh my not God. Starkist.
2: Okay. Who cares?
4: <laughs> you know, right, Kathy? <laughs> who cares? No. But yeah. we are, you know, it is part of the topic of conversation. Right?
3: No, it's right there. It's in this. It's, it's uh, South Korea there.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't know about it's that. It's
4: Bumblebee, Preston. Back to you.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, So, anyhow, uh, I'm sure that there are many other places around here. By the way, speaking of the shore and and all that, is there any place that has uh, better saltwater taffy than another, or is it all pretty much just the same? Uh, Fralinger's pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's what they're
2: known for. Yeah.
6: That's in Ocean City, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: There's a couple of them. Okay. Yeah.
9: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah
6: i uh i'm over saltwater
4: taffy i'm uh, over you f- like, the flavored like the tuna flavor saltwater tuna flavor i'm over fudge but i'll never pass up a free fudge sample on the boardwalk you know what i'm saying yeah okay i hear you bro <laughs> yeah <laughs> um oh you know what here's let me tell you
3: this that uh the uh the ice cream um you talking about Zaz? Zaz. You know mm-hmm. there's a brick-and-mortar store now on Germantown
4: Avenue right in Mount Airy. Yeah. Hamana, Hamana, you turned me on to that. I know. It still pisses me off that somebody ganked all of our Zaz well, out of the freezer. D- there. She knows about it. The yeah. owner, she's wonderful. And uh, they're going to un that for yeah. us. Hmm. Dude, speaking of which, my wife ganked my leftovers out of the fridge yesterday. I got home from work yesterday. Can't do it. Expecting to have that. What do you know it? how many times? I'm not going to say. I'm, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you that it was mozzarella cheese fries that I was saving. That I think a... she owes you a tug on the love gang.
2: She <laughs> yeah. can't reheat fries.
4: And yes. Yes.
3: Mozzarella you can. cheese fries you can. Yeah. Honestly, may I step well. in here for a second? Yeah. 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 The air fryer. Do you have one?
2: No.
1: That's where you could probably do it.
3: Uh, really? Yeah. We honestly, if you don't have an air fryer, they are phenomenal. Fries are always problematic. Yeah. For a reheat on, on fries... They're a home run, yeah. Air fryers, so aloha. So they don't—they're not all uh, mushy. No, okay. you get a
4: nice—you get a nice crispiness. <laughs> Do you guys like mozzarella cheese fries or no? Because no. they, they usually yeah. put it in that little uh, tin foil container, so that you can put it I've in the oven. Describe
1: to me mozzarella
4: cheese fries. It's just regular French fries with mozzarella <laughs> cheese, Mo- mozzarella cheese on, on it. it. But the way they prepare it is they put it in a. Um, in, like, one of those tinfoil bowls, and yeah. then the cheese melts all in there. So that way, if you do want to reheat it, Kathy, it's not that bad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not big on those. No? Uh, I'm not big on cheese fries
1: altogether. Uh, I used to like them, and then I uh, got may, tired of them. May it. I suggest
3: something to you? Sure. The Parmesan fries.
1: Yes. Well... I've had the greatest fries in the world, the sexy fries, which uh from uh, Butcher and Barkeep, which no place in the world can touch. But you guys uh, you would I have, not have them. You'd have to go there. Okay. Uh, you, they they would never travel well. Are you inviting me over there? I,
3: I will invite I want to take you there okay. to have sexy fries. A second. Don't yep. they have a vehicle driving some over right now for free advertising? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, they wouldn't travel well. Okay. They, they would not fries travel fries well. seldom do.
1: Yeah. So uh but the um the air fryer is a novel idea for reheating fries. It
3: really is.
1: Okay, uh, uh, I
3: didn't mean to usurp the conversation. No, no, I'm, yeah. glad,
1: I'm, I'm actually glad you jumped in there. Let's stick with uh, cheese sauces uh, for a moment.
3: Kind of seriously, Jess. <laughs>
1: we uh-huh. stay. Uh, Chick Fil A is reportedly selling a thick and goopy cheese sauce mm-hmm. in about 190 restaurants in the country's northeast and Midwest.
3: You want to talk about good fries? Their waffle fries, there. I love their waffle. Fries. Their waffle fries, man. Uh,
1: judging from the reactions on Twitter, those who have had it enjoy it. With one writing, "The cheese sauce from Chick Fil A is the best thing that's ever happened to me." Um, I do like the, I ganked all over my pants. The, mm. Yeah, the Chick Fil A sauce is pretty damn good too. Is it? Uh, yeah, it's really really. I never used. It's almost like a, a honey mustard with some barbecue flavor uh, mixed in it too. So mm. the next time you're there, uh, and you order fries, make sure you ask for Chick Fil A Chick-fil-A sauce. All right, because uh, it's right. really good. It's what they it's what they give to you for their, their the giant
3: nugget. Uh, yeah, uh, trays that you can take home. And the the Chick Fil A sauce comes. Why out. are their their waffle fries so good? So many botch them, but Chick Fil A's uh, they do not.
4: They're yeah. Well, good. I mean, I used to be anti waffle fry until
3: one pulls the- you out of a
1: fire. <laughs>
4: yeah, and I owe my life to them.
1: We'll stick with sauce for a minute here. Ooh. No, no, you don't have to switch. No, 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 no. I'm I'm doing this. I'm trying to. I'm trying to daisy chain these together so we don't have to do the music. The
3: dinosaur is daisy chaining.
1: Uh McDonald's in Canada is about to add three new spicy McChicken options there, each with a different level of heat. So you get the spicy jalapeno McChicken that was released at the end of January. Features two layers of creamy jalapeno sauce on a regular McChicken. On the twelfth, the habanero McChicken mm. was released. It's a little and that too hot. Has habanero sauce on it, yes. But they are also releasing today. The ghost pepper McChicken. Oh my God! Which is
3: would be way too hot. Uh, hey, features ghost pepper sauce. What? So this is not going to be a lot. So many times you'll announce these in other countries, and mm-hmm. Canada, I think, is another country. It is, uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that I would say, and they never make it here. Uh, you know what they they they'll use them for test
1: markets, and if they do well, then they'll you know they'll, yeah they'll send them around. But so. quite often they don't.
4: Yeah. Is um is McDonald's doing the cheese fry now too? They they have a uh, a bacon fry. That's what they it have is. the bacon. Yeah. My bacon my daughter oh, we were in line
1: yesterday, and my daughter goes, I want to get the baconator fries. I thought she was joking because the baconator is a Wendy's product. It is. And so I heard her say that and That's I thought she was just right. making it up and we went up to the uh, we went up to the window and she's like, Dad, didn't you hear what I said? I was like, What? I was like one of the baconator <laughs> fries. I thought you were making
3: that up. I don't uh-huh. think they're called
4: baconator fries.
1: That's I what think. she called them, so you're probably correct. It's yeah. probably a different uh, different name.
3: When the when the connoisseur completes this topic there is an actual local food topic. You can hit it. I'm done with that. Uh, Is this at the Wells Fargo Center? Yes, it is. Did you see that whole thing? Do you have the specifics on it? I do, Yes. This is the largest burger I've ever
6: seen in my life. Our buddy Jim Jackson was uh, was broadcasting the Flyers game last night, and um, they have debuted a new burger at the Wells Fargo Center, and I will give you the details. It is called the brand-new Broad Street Burger. It's available only in the Cadillac Grill. 16 ounces of beef patty. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. That's two pounds. Yeah. No, 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 I'm
6: sorry. That's a, that's that's a, one, that's a one pound burger. Stuff, okay. Stuffed with Cheese Whiz, topped with eight ounces of beef tenderloin, crispy onions, and even more Cheese Whiz. Okay. Yeah.
3: And there's an Excalibur sized steak knife that keeps the bun yeah. in
6: place on top. That's the Ruby Tuesday method. Yeah. Yes. That too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you can get that at the Wells Fargo Center now. Wow, I don't okay. know what it costs, but I would like to try it.
1: Uh, uh yeah, I, I'm game
3: to to give that a shot. When you order something like that, that's something you, you go you go. You and have to share it. on. You yeah, got, you have to share it. But it, I, I'll tell you this: in K- it's- Casey.
4: Did you see the look on his face? She's it. yeah. like, share <laughs> pussies. Could you could you sock one of those away? <laughs> no worry? way. No, I would. No, what I would do is I would eat half of it, and then I would and put let your wife gang the, the other half. Then she would gang the other half. <laughs> And I would be so excited to eat it when I was on my way home from work. I would think about it for a half hour <laughs> and then go then I would open the fridge door and it would be gone.
6: um Casey, when we tried <laughs> that Arby's meat stack sandwich a few years ago, do you remember that the the mm. that was that what I was called? Yeah, yeah. that was even for me that was too much man yeah. I, it, did you finish it though? I don't no. remember okay no. I will tell you this
3: this picture uh, of uh uh of that the edit, uh, the, uh, the game last night I assume oh. this the game last yeah. night uh looks sensational yeah it's an orgy it's decadent it's meant to be that way but sometimes you just have to dance with the devil casey did you tell diane immediately about the uh, the french
1: fries have you brought that up to her oh, no i texted her okay
4: i said did you eat my fries well,
1: What was her response maybe
4: maybe <laughs> oh she's got it that's cute that's the way my wife would do it <laughs> all right
1: we'll,
3: well play diane
1: all right and then uh one more thing from the concert we're gonna Can I play the music we're gonna, yeah because okay. we're going over to dessert now
3: over to Dessert with Connoisseur. The meal is wrapping up, so make sure you pay attention.
1: This is my uh my Achilles heel uh, is ice cream. Uh that is uh that's absolutely I right. I've been on a diet and I'm kicking ass. Uh, and
3: taking names.
1: 3 more pounds and I've lost 30, uh, which is pretty wild, but I still make sure that every day I have a little bit of ice cream at the oh, end. Oh, I was of the
2: wondering day. if you still did that. I do. Yes, okay. I
1: save I save my calorie room because I need to have it. It's my reward. It's what keeps me going through the day. How much do you get? What? How much ice cream do you get? I'll either, I'll either. Quart- if, I, if I really want to watch it, I'll just do a half cup. Which Kathy laughs at because
2: it's not, not a me, whole lot. Not me, my friend. She said that it's not even worth tasting it if he's only going to have a tiny bit. It's
1: kind of a tease. <laughs> but I, but I've gotten a really really good um, uh, frozen yogurt, froyo, chocolate, and it's only like eighty calories okay. per half cup. So I'll do a whole cup of that, and I'm and I'm good to go. So anyway, Hagen does announced uh, recently that they have a, a boozy ice cream line mm. that they and it's it's been out for a couple of weeks now of uh, the spirits collection and it's got seven alcoholic ice cream options. This uh, flavor options these sound really good by the way. Okay. Uh Irish cream brownie. Yum. D-
3: wow. I I'm, I wonder if I would like the taste of these things sans their alcohol. Do you do you elements. like do you like rum cake? I do not.
1: Really? Yes. Oh, okay. Then you wouldn't like this. Because of the taste of the rum. Okay. See, I love it. Yeah. Uh, Bourbon vanilla bean truffle. Okay. Hilar. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, Rum tres leches.
4: Oh, I love tres leches. That's three leches. Mm -hmm. Yep.
1: Uh, Bourbon praline pecan. Stout chocolate pretzel crunch. Yes. Non-dairy amaretto black cherry almond toffee. Nah. I'd try it. (laughs) And Irish cream, uh, ice cream cookie squares. Oh. Do you ever
6: put to, like which, ba- are,
1: which are, I'm sorry. Let me let me yeah. finish. Our uh, uh, chocolate cookies topped with Irish cream
6: infused Irish cream ice cream. I'm sorry, dipped in dark chocolate. If you take regular Irish cream, just take a Bailey's and pour it over vanilla ice cream. It's really good. Steve, you, you probably wouldn't like it because of the, the no. alcoholic taste. But uh, if you do like alcohol and ice cream together, that's uh, that's wait. A good what combo. do you do? Just regular Bailey's ice cream. Yeah. Just pour it right over vanilla ice cream. Ooh. It's good. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. probably terrible for you in many different ways, but yep. it's delish. Do you like the black tar heroin swirl? I don't know. <laughs> not a fan. You gotta inject it.
3: <laughs> it's really, uh, really wild. Wow, no, I haven't tried that. I it's really amazing. You never really never recall tasting anything. No, right? no. You tend uh-huh. to black out. I, I do like the
1: methamphetamine sorbet.
3: Yeah. Uh, which is yeah. good in between um,
1: Dishes. The meth pep. Mm-hmm. uh So these are currently rolling out nationwide, or they just been, uh, or they won't be fully available until April. Uh, but those sound fantastic. Irish cream brownie, bourbon vanilla bean truffle, rum tres leches, bourbon praline pecan, stout chocolate pretzel crunch, non-dairy amaretto, black cherry, almond toffee, and Irish cream. I got to admit, man... Haagen-Dazs is a superior brand of ice cream. Haagen-Dazs
3: has maintained their level of of competency and I I, w- I would say that there are um brands that I you know I was just mentioning the uh the das. Das, which is really it's really good. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, 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 uh, to me the core flavors tell you what the like Hagendazs's core Chocolate is solid, and, and vanilla. It's, and when they can do that right, they can do everything right. Have mm-hmm. you guys
4: tried the uh, Big Gay ice cream that they sell at Wawa? I have not. Casey. so I hear it's yeah. great.
3: I had the blueberry you told me to try,
1: the blueberry cobbler. Yeah,
4: it's pretty great. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Is that made locally? Uh, I, Well, Big Gay ice cream is down, it's in the city, uh, so I think okay. it's a local. It's a national chain? Oh, Marissa says it's a national uh-huh. chain. I did not know that. <laughs> Okay, uh, anyhow, these uh, this has been our uh, food moment this morning with the connoisseurs. The
3: connoisseurs made us all very hungry.
1: Yeah, so get yourself some lunch. Go ahead. It's not too early for that. It's 9.35. Uh, we're going to take a break. I want to give away some movie passes. We got the screening on Tuesday of uh, Captain Marvel. And Case, can have the price? Yeah, in. man. Thank you very much. Uh, this will be at the Regal Warrington. Ooh. And, excuse me. And uh, you need to be there at 7 because the screening starts at 7.30. And let's uh, put five people on the list right now, 215-263-WMMR. If you would like to go, we would like to send you there. It's next Tuesday. The movie doesn't open until next Friday, so you're in a few days early. Pretty sweet deal. We'll be back in a second. Got Bizarre File stories on the way next. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's local shots artist of the month, Dave Joyce. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Here and see more at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots. Dave Joyce, Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 933 WMMR, everything that rocks. I was going to use a new uh, traffic music bed, but I didn't want to throw you off without you noting about it, Kathy. Oh, that's so okay. Can I we try it? I didn't put it in there yet. So, you, okay. uh, here's a look at traffic. Yeah. You do, you do recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But here we go. It's
3: your ha-ha
5: moment.
1: What is it? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I didn't even get this far into the song. I want to hear this. <laughs> bring the, I hit the high note. <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm. I uh, I love that. Uh, you should use that just once for the actual traffic.
1: What is it about bad recorder playing that is just <laughs> this is the best? It's hilarious. I love it. All Every
3: right. time I see the video to that, I think of C- uh, Kathy's dad. Cause, oh, because he has his his his, his, his helmet. skiing helmet look, made him look like one of the guards in the Aha video. You know what? You're right. Yeah, you're absolutely. right. Is he going to be at the Cardboard Classic
1: he this year? He is. Yes.
2: So the, tell him to wear
3: his
1: Aha outfit. Yeah, we'll play this. What's that, Kathy?
2: He always wears a helmet when yeah. he skis. He's a—he's uh, not the—is
3: uh, he going to be able to ski with his messed up leg?
2: He has already been on skis this season. Wow!
3: He's a dynamo, man. He yeah. fell yeah. five hundred feet off a building. Well, he he, all right, he fell off his leg, man. He, he fell off. He was trying to change a light bulb, right, or paint no, he or was something.
2: Painting the ceiling, sixteen foot ceiling, and mm-hmm. fell off the ladder.
3: Mm-hmm. Ooh. And wow. and refused to call the.
2: Yeah, he thought my brother could help him.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't you can call nine one one. Just call an ambulance. No, Wasn't
2: no. Don't. It? Yeah, I don't. I don't need nine one one. Just call the hospital. My right. brother was like, "That is."
3: Mm-hmm. Do you have any sort of vehicle you could send over here to pick him up?
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so we'll see Kathy's dad at Cardboard Classic. Hopefully, we'll see you. Let's do the bizarre five. Now,
5: bizarre.
1: WMMR presents bizarre. Preston
5: and Steve's bizarre five.
1: All right, uh, we're going to... This is a follow-up story to a uh, local, fairly local story. A former school superintendent who made headlines after he was charged with defecating oh, yeah. on another high school's track. This What's still goes on. Has asked New Jersey Attorney General to investigate whether police acted unlawfully when they took his mugshot and released it to the media. Huh. Uh, attorney Matthew Adams said that the actions by the Holmdale Police Department Homedale Police Department were uh, designed to, quote, create a media spectacle around the charges against Thomas uh, Tramaglini. Uh, Tremaglini was issued summonses in May after police alleged he repeatedly defecated on the Holmdale High School track. He eventually pleaded guilty to relieving himself in public on one occasion and paid a $500 fine. He resigned as superintendent of the Kenilworth School District. Adams alleged that the state law—that uh, state law—prevents police from taking and releasing mug shots of people charged with low-level offenses, such as those faced by uh, Tremaglini.
7: Sometimes I put my pants, so I have to wear a diaper to school. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He said a review of arrest reports provided by the township involved similar violations.
6: I miss Butters. I love that guy so much.
1: Of uh, municipal ordinances since 2007 revealed no instances in which mugshots were released. So since 2007, did they ever release a mugshot like this? Until this one, they might have a case in that regard, I think.
3: Does a mugshot. F- I don't know the legality here. Does a mugshot fall under the realm of public record
1: uh well i don't know but they said it it's, it hasn't been uh policy to release it on uh, okay release the mugshots. shots you might people have a case charged with low level offenses in fact it says state law prevents police from well there you it. go
3: and that is a low level offense uh yeah. you have to hunch over <laughs> you're way down there <laughs> yeah way down I mean, you got to
1: squat for Christ's
3: sake. <laughs> uh it's like a limbo
1: Tremaglini has uh, already filed a notice of intent to sue the police department for potential damages of more than a million dollars due to loss of income, harm of his reputation, emotional distress, and invasion of privacy. So, here you go. (laughs) A Chinese airline is suing a passenger who allegedly threw coins into a jet engine for good luck in in East China earlier this month. The Superstitious Act, which ironically occurred on Lucky Air Flight... Cost a low cost area, uh, approximately twenty one thousand dollars, and affected more than one hundred and sixty passengers. The twenty eight year old man, who was identified by his surname Lou, admitted to tossing two Who's who? uh, to tossing two one one-yawn coins Who's who? at the passengers' jets engines <laughs> as he was boarding the plane on the tarmac. Uh, ground staff found the coins by the plane's uh, left engine, prompting officials to ground the flight due to security reasons. Before eventually canceling it altogether. When I've ever have thrown <clears throat> good luck things into the engine while boarding a flight, they get upset. Uh, Lou, who was traveling with his wife and one-year-old child, was uh, detained for a week and now faces legal repercussions. Uh, the remaining passengers. Flew the following day after a full engine inspection. Now, somehow, this isn't the first time that a passenger has been detained after throwing coins at a lucky air jet engine. This is a thing? Previously, a 76-year-old woman was caught doing that just ahead of a flight. However, the woman was not charged in that incident. And in June of 2017, an 80-year-old woman... Prompted a four-hour delay when she chucked coins at a China Southern Airlines aircraft engine as well.
3: Wow. I mean, occasionally, won't you throw, like, dead geese into the engines? I, I guess it's, like, you know, akin to a, uh, you know, throwing into a, a fountain
1: or something well, like that.
3: Well, there right. is a tradition, by the way, and I've had it happen, where, where people, when you get a new car, they'll take a couple of coins and throw it into the car. That's a good luck thing. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess But not into the car's Not engine. into an active jet engine. Yeah. We throw this right into the carburetor. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> here let me throw these coins in here and uh, your respirator yeah yeah we'll put this in the distributor yeah, yeah it's a 50 cent piece uh
1: police in van buren arkansas are still scratching their heads over one of the most unusual arrests they've said that they've made in years on thursday night police received a call from an 18 year old reporting underage drinking in his home by him he reported himself for underage drinking
3: <laughs> in his own home yes.
1: The officer said basically, I guess, he was intoxicated and called our office and said he was underage and drinking and he wanted to go to jail. Mm. He said at first the responding officers were a little confused. They wanted, they went to make contact. And uh, when they went to the house, this guy, he actually came out of the apartment with his hands up. Wow. <laughs> at that time, the officers didn't know that it was him or who called. They thought it was a neighbor. The officers uh, asked what was going on and he admitted to calling.
3: How underage was he? He was 18. Okay.
1: The officers wanted to give him a chance, so they said, you know, look, just stay in your apartment, don't drink, and you can go back in your house. (laughs) He said, but I guess he wasn't having that. Uh, They actually gave him a chance to go back inside and sober up, but he refused. He said, I really need to go to jail. Mm -hmm. Uh, The young man told officers he had been drinking after having a bad day. Uh, Police officers still can't figure out what prompted him uh, to self-confess and turn himself in. Uh, the, the officer said he really wasn't even that drunk. It was like he, was, he wasn't he was wasted or anything. He m- must have just felt bad or just his guilt was overpowering? He said it wasn't bad at all. The officers told him that in your house, underage drinking is not an issue. But with him refusing to go back in, the officers couldn't leave him wandering around outside. So they arrested him. They took him in because he insisted on it and he was outside. That's the wild. young man was charged with public intoxication, but the mystery behind self-confession remains a mystery and we will wrap it up there that's what i got in the b file we're going to take a quick break we will come back in just a moment we'll test your knowledge have you been paying attention you've been listening to the show this morning I'll ask a question that uh, has to pertain to something that's said on the show see if you can answer it correctly we'll do the trash amusing news too we'll be right back now more with preston and
13: steve on 933 WMMR
1: wmr lesson question we're going to see if you paid attention today and upper grabs a four pack of tickets to see uh, Matchroom Boxing March eighth. I'm sorry, fifteenth at the Corps Center. So the question today is: How long ago did they build the Grand Canyon? <laughs> it's true. Two one five two six three WMMR. How long ago did they start building the Grand Canyon? All right. According to us, we had the information for you. Two one five two six three WMMR. You may not have known they built that thing. Uh, We're going to do the trash while you're calling in, so good luck to you. The
5: trash business
1: is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Duncan Girl Scout cookie-inspired flavors are back at Duncan. Enjoy $2 medium lattes and cappuccinos from 2 to 6 p.m. President Steve run on Duncan participation may very limited time offer. What's going on, Steve?
3: Well Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth are rumored to be arguing over whether to raise a family in the US or in his native Australia. The geographically misinformed Cyrus has told Hemsworth she's not interested in living out the sound of music.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
3: Cops are not planning to release the graphic videos of Patriots owner Robert Kraft inside a Florida massage parlor. A spokesman for the Jupiter Police Department explained the decision, saying no one wants to see an old guy get a handjob. That's
5: hey!
1: dude, dude, dude. dude.
3: <laughs> Accurate. And finally, Bob. <laughs> Rob Kardashian and former girlfriend Black China have reached a custody settlement regarding their daughter Dream, saying there's now nothing but love. Black China loves having children with idiots, and Rob loves cake. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your Hollywood show.
1: All righty, we'll see how closely you've been paying attention. Uh, the question at hand is How long ago did they build the Grand Canyon? And I will go to Sean for the answer. Hey, oh. Sean.
10: Oh, you guys are awesome Thanks, oh, you're thank you, man,
1: buddy. I appreciate it. So, Sean, how long ago did they build the Grand Canyon? A uh, hundred years. Doesn't seem like it's been. Oh, a well. Hundred years. Hang on, Sean. Uh, since you got it right, we are going to give you a four pack of tickets to see Match Room Boxing, and that is March fifteenth, Lee Core Center. Uh, You can get tickets at leacoracenter.com. So do that thing. Let's do music news. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
5: Yay!
0: Yay!
10: All
1: right, and I have a handful of stories. We'll begin with one about Chris Cornell. His doctor has denied uh, they had anything to do with the Rockers' tragic death, uh, claiming that Cornell was properly advised about the dangers of the anti-anxiety medication that he was prescribed. Uh, Dr. Robert Coblin responded to the lawsuit filed to, uh, against him by Cornell's widow, Vicky last November. Uh, she sued the doctor for malpractice, accusing him of over-prescribing drugs that eventually caused her husband to commit suicide. Uh, she and her two children, also named in the suit, are seeking unspecified damages. Coblin is asking that the wrongful death suit be dismissed. Uh, he's claimed that he's... Covered by a malpractice law that protects doctors when a death occurs as a result of a patient's ongoing disease or condition. Uh, the doctor added that he did everything in his professional capacity to help the singer. But that Chris also asked not to be informed of all the risks associated with taking anti-anxiety medication. That seems very weird. Yeah. Vicky claims in the suit that Colin prescribed 940 doses of lorazepam, a.k.a. Ativan, as well as oxycodone during the last 20 months of Chris's life without examining him, she says, or doing anything else to determine if her husband was in danger. According to the suit, the use of lorazepam, if not monitored, can increase the risk of suicide because it can impair the patient's judgment. So he's saying it's not his fault. We'll find out what the courts think about it. Three previously unreleased Green Day songs have been posted online called Jennifer, Stay, and Maybe Forever. The newly unearthed tunes date back to the late 1980s and were recorded at a show on July 22nd in 1989 uh, in Berkeley, California, where the punk trio opened for Killdozer. These are the only known live performances of the songs. You know, there was a movie called Kill Those. It was a made for TV movie. Okay. It was. It was one of my favorites growing up. It's horrible. And were performed before the band had released its debut album, 1990's 39 Smooth. None of the songs have ever surfaced as a studio recording, and all three feature their original drummer, John Kiffmeyer. Coming on the heels of the new Led Zeppelin Van Halen, I'm sorry, the new Led Zeppelin Van Sneakers are the new commemorative Eddie Van Halen high tops. Wow. Uh, the 78 high tops are the sixth set in the Eddie Van Halen sneaker collection that features red, yellow, and, uh, red, yellow, and white high tops, red low tops, and red slip-on shoes, which I ordered this morning. You oh, did? Really? I did. And they all replicate the striped designs of Eddie's 1970s and 1980s guitar. So I got the red ones.
5: Oh,
3: that are the cool. you know
1: the the Frankenstein was the name of uh, of that guitar and uh they they're 6478 Kathy 16 bucks for shipping oh, I was pretty you pissed paid about it that. I want the
3: shoes
5: Oh my
3: god but did you if, see if they're on Amazon
2: What if it's something you really want
3: You got to do it's it a, then you got to bite a toss the bullet It's
2: toss-up. No I don't know I could have found you I probably could have found you free shipping so I went ahead
3: and did
1: it because I knew I would forget about it later on, so right, let me I just... See. Where did
2: you could, order them? Yeah, could you pick
3: them out of a store or anything like
2: that? I did them through uh, Eddie's website. You did? Okay, so then you yeah. probably... Uh.
6: Eddie's website. EddieVanHalenStore.com? Yeah, All EVH. Right. What's yeah. the
3: full name of it again, Preston?
1: Uh, what? What is the name of the actual shoe? The, uh, the Well, they're by Vans, and they're the Eddie Van Halen, commemorative Eddie Van Halen... We could
10: have gotten your I'm
1: doing shoe the slip-ons. Uh, All right, Eddie Van Halen shoes. We're looking at the pictures. One, the very bottom there, the red ones on the very bottom. I see them. The ones yeah, that I went to. They got a bunch of different um, models for sixty four seventy eight. Yeah, these mm. were fifty nine ninety five. But then you add the uh, these went
6: the high tops. Kathy, what if they were uh, eighty dollars but free shipping? Would you would you then buy them? Yeah, there you go. Right, well,
2: you do. No, you do have to look because if they are different, normally they're not going to price them differently. Especially shoes like this, they're not going to be mm. priced different in in other spots. But yes, I will. I'll look for that, of course.
6: Because I would fall for that immediately. Wait, so I have to tell
2: you, um, for some reason, it was an email that was sent to me weeks ago when you guys mentioned something about free shipping. And um, I was just kind of going through old emails and deleting. And so I looked at it, and it's this, uh, like an app or something that you put on your computer, no matter what website you're shopping on, if there is a coupon to be had, it automatically applies it.
3: Ooh. Are you kidding?
2: Yes, that is awesome. I know, and I was like, this must be too good to be true. And no, sure have enough, have you I tried it? I, I have tried it. Yeah, and it I mean, didn't... try to try it. What?
3: It works. Yes,
2: it works. It, right. Yeah, it'll tell it you what like the coupons you'll... are, and if you already have a coupon in there, it'll let you know if they have a better one or if the one that is already in your cart is the best coupon mm. to use.
1: You want to give out the name? That's making it too easy for you.
2: It's so easy. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on, let me. Well, hold on, Nick. Let me go to a shopping website. <laughs>
4: You're not already at one. <laughs>
2: no, right. I was looking up Eddie Van Halen shoes. Okay, yeah, she here we had go. to
4: leave a shopping house.
2: It is. Well, oh, I'm
1: glad I got mine because they're pulling up the sizes, and all the the 11s are gone. Or no, there's no, there's still 11s. Um, Most so of the sizes are gone.
2: It's called Honey Gold.
1: Okay, Honey Gold. Honey okay. Gold. Okay. All right, gold. I'll checked that out. I'm
2: gonna go there right now. Uh,
1: anyhow, those <laughs> uh, high tops and various uh, styles are now available. If you want the Eddie Van Halen shoes. Uh, you can get them, so I ordered them. Very I don't, cool. I don't know when they'll be in, and that's what I have in music news, Kathy. I need something else from you. I need a number, caller for the secret text word. What are we going to take twenty? All right, caller twenty two one five two six three. WMR is the number, and let's see if you know that word. All right, because we got these tickets for Villanova and Butler on Saturday at the Wells Fargo Center. We'll also grab grab a random text from We're Gone. Come back in a moment. Get ready to wrap the whole thing up and give that prize away. We'll be right back.
13: 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Weekly Rush, a video highlights compilation gleaned from an entire week's worth of laughs. Available now in the Get Local section of Xfinity On Demand.
1: Thank you. It's good. Thank you. Actually, I, I, I hit some notes that were in key by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Beast of Burden from the Rolling Stones, 93.3 WMM1. It's everything that rocks. Hey, uh, 1027 as we're about to wrap up today's program. Uh, But we were awaiting a call to give away a prize for the secret text word. And that was caller number 20 that Kathy was looking for. So let's go find him. Uh, I believe I have Mark on the line. Hey, Mark, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Mark, if you tell me the secret text word, I give you a prize. What is it? Buckets. Buckets. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely correct. And we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see Villanova uh, take on Butler on Saturday at the Wells Fargo Center. So uh, congratulations. All right, my man. Thanks so much. Yep. Hang on a second. And you can get tickets at Wells Fargo Center dot com. And we're also going to give away uh, tickets to our random texter, who is Julianne. Uh, Breishbeel, I think is how you say her last name. Uh, She's from Brookhaven, PA, so congratulations. Exact same thing. You're headed to the Wells Fargo Center and see the game this weekend. This is your concession stand music, right, from your uh, movie theater? This is Werenberg Theaters uh, in St. Louis. And before the main feature would start, this song would come on. (laughs) So you'd get all excited. Your movie's about to start. And then they, the big jingle part comes up at the end, right here.
5: And there
1: it is. So, thank I love you for it, man. I love that too. We I, it's. It, Anybody who I grew up with would totally get a kick out of it. If there- you
3: ever watched the original version of Grindhouse, which had both Planet Terror and the uh the Kurt Russell stuntman driver's yeah. lunatic? It was presented as a a, a a double feature in a grindhouse and mm-hmm. they had the transitional stuff and the concession stand music and all that stuff. It was I great. never saw that movie. So, Planet Terror is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. The Kurt Russell one, which should have been really good, which is the one that Tarantino directed, mm-hmm. it's so chatty in the beginning yeah. before it gets to the stuff. And I, I love Tarantino dialogue, but sure. I'm like enough already. Okay. Yeah. So, Planet Terror is a lot. Of- yeah, it's it's worth.
4: There's it's, other do- movies we'd like for you to watch before, before that. that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Hell or Sing High Street. Water, Sing Street, right. Yeah, Um, is Werinberg Theaters around anymore? Is it done? That is a good question.
3: Werinberg Theaters. I don't
1: don't think they're a chain anymore. I'm not really sure, but I'll have to check on that. Maybe
3: they're porn theaters now.
1: (laughs) Thank you to Matt Freeze and uh, Fafa Picot who are on the program from the Philadelphia Union. They play their home opener on Saturday against Toronto, one p.m., and uh, it's a really cool event. So hopefully you will get a chance to go see them. Uh, Also, we made an announcement earlier this morning. I only hit it one time. I'm sorry. I should have done it again. We are headed back to Clearwater for spring training. And this year, a sponsor behind us, Xfinity, is sponsoring the President and Steve trip down to FLA and Philly, Philly Spring Training. Cuckoo it is. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And we will be, uh, we'll be broadcasting live on March 15th. So if you're going to be in the area and you're going to the game right before the game starts, we will be at Frenchies Tiki Pavilion in left field. So you can come by and say hello. The uh, Gates to Spectrum Field open at 10.30 a.m. Uh, the Phil's take on the Blue Jays at 105. Tickets are available at phillies.com. And we will be. We had such a great time last year uh, that uh, we're looking forward to doing it again this year. You be. feel
3: right at home because everyone there is right from home. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's yeah. pretty wild. Yeah.
3: How you doing, Pierre? Fine.
0: We're going to Clear Renner, Florida. Clear, Clear Renner, Florida. Yeah. And it's going to be fun.
3: Oh, watch the guaranteed. boys in blue play football. We're yep. going to
0: watch our boys in blue take on those devious bastards <laughs> and kick their asses right out of the, the hockey rink.
3: devious bastards.
0: The Toronto devious bastards. That's right, the TDB. Yeah. Well, they were
3: just asking for it with that name.
6: <laughs> yep. Yep. You ever smoke some T V D B? Oh, yeah. yeah. Had some this morning. Yeah. Sprinkled it right on
0: your hash. I mean, Put it right I in the tell. coffee, and you're just feeling no pain no whatsoever. Pain. TDB. TDB, everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so oh, you're
1: way. gonna TCB today with oh. uh, with the gang? H-Y. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, we should just I should just get right to the letter <laughs> so we can do that. You ready? H-Y. Yes.
0: Y-E-A-H. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Here we go. Preston and Steve <laughs> on 933 W M M R. Now the Daily Letter. <laughs> He's in one of those moods today. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. R
0: as in racy.
1: All righty, and that's an R. So we got two more to go, and then we're going to give away four tickets to see WWE Live. Saturday night at the Hard Rock Hotel Casino, Atlantic City, plus two hotel rooms for the night. Uh, Come to the Legends of the Ring Friday night at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino when Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair are going to discuss the WWE. And then on Saturday, WWE Live takes over Atlantic City. At the Hard Rock, you can get tickets at HardRockHotelAtlanticCity.com. dot uh, com. What is going on on today's program? We're going to have some
0: fun. We got uh, cool tickets again for Bob Weir, and that's March eighth at the at the Met. We got Corin Allison Chains tickets for August over in Camden. We've got Workforce Blocks of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Chris Martin's birthday is coming up this weekend. we Will uh, for once be early and. Uh, do a workforce block of Coldplay today, nice. and um, it'll be fun. Yeah, I love that band. Yes, yeah. um, so many great songs. Um, and I have not done another block I haven't done in a while. I had a letter for, and I would like to honor and acknowledge the great Stray Cats. Oh, oh we'll have some fun yes. with that. Love, I the stray, love cats. The stray Cats. Aren't yes, they great. Uh, Yes, absolutely. MMR presented them at a little club on uh, Chestnut Street, long gone, what was it called,
3: Eastside Club,
5: Mm -hmm. uh,
0: when they first came out. And um, I still have the T-shirt.
3: They brought um, sort of at the the height of uh, the alt movement, they brought Rockabilly back and made it part of the alt movement. Exactly.
1: Uh, Brian Setzer is a great guitar player. Yep. A lot of people don't realize how well he can play.
0: And his orchestra, when he's not doing that, is something entirely cool, too. He loves that big band swing sound. So uh, he's very talented in a number of directions.
1: Cool, man. All right. uh, Hang out with Pierre. I am going to thank our sponsors. Preston show has been brought to you today by Winter Airport Parking, the fastest way in and out of Philly International. Also, Planet Fitness. Get the Planet Fitness black card, and you can use any of their 1,600 locations nationwide anytime you want. And also the Atlantic City Boat Show, February 27th, so today through March 3rd, at the Atlantic City Convention Center, acboatshow.com. Tomorrow on the program, uh, <clears throat> our buddy Richard Curtis is getting in touch talk about his uh, show, Clash Room. It's good news. We have comedian Mark Norman stopping by the studio and comedian uh, Ali Sadiq. Hmm. Or is it Ali Sadiq? Ali. Ali Sadiq, I believe, in studio. So we'll have those crew and more on the program tomorrow. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you later,
4: gang. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve Love You, Hate You
13: You know, it's already hard enough being one of few women in a mostly male workplace, but you guys
12: don't also have to be f***ing Next
13: message.
12: I want the cardboard classic to happen. Give me the cardboard classic Next message. So tell me something. If you're never gonna meet me for dinner, what the f was supposed to happen? I'm supposed to cover for you, f your co-worker, and I'm supposed to be happy about that and do it for nothing? What the f, f-?